Hello everybody, welcome to Airsoft and Chill. Airsoft and Chill! <laughs> back again. We're back at it again. My voice is gone. And the stage fright's <coughs> gone. The stage gone. <laughs> Cameras are we good. Good to go. Good evening right. everyone. Yeah, good evening. Introductions, we'll yeah. go this side. Hi, I'm Matt, ORC Burns, Orc9, I believe I am. And back again for another week. Howdy, this is Sketch ORC7. Uh, I'm Chad. I am Kong Airsoft. I'm ORC5. Dong Airsoft. <laughs> uh, Brett, Algor Airsoft. I have no fucking clue what ORC number I am. Is it? I'm on ten. Sixty-nine. You pick. Oh, we'll go with that. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. And I'm Sai, ORC2. Call sign Reaper. Uh, Pew Paladin. Also, no idea what ORC number I am. So back to you, Paul, for death of the week. Yes, it's been a very sad week, listener. Uh, we were due to have Sam from uh, Eagle Airsoft on today, but unfortunately he is currently undergoing surgery to be removed from his fleshlight. Uh, after <laughs> Graham, <laughs> sadly Graham thought it would be particularly funny to uh, replace his KY jelly with Gorilla Glue. <laughs> <laughs> Our thoughts obviously go out to Sam. And his penis. <laughs> and his pecker. And his <laughs> So, on to topic one. Now, it's a topic I strongly... I'd probably say I'm slightly impartial about, but nods and civilian clothing. Um, what's everyone's opinions on this social media trend of wearing a helmet and nods in uh, skate clothing as such uh, and standing in Tesco's? Taking photos or your own home in full gear and whatnot. Um, I my opinion is when the girls do it, right? It's incredible, <laughs> right? When the boys do it, I get a little bit of like, and then I know full well if I get a set of nods and a lid, I'm gonna hundred percent do exactly the same thing for my Instagram. So I'm kind of I'm on the fence about it because I don't have. Maybe it's jealousy. Maybe I'm jealous. What's, what's, we'll go with you, Matt. What's your opinion? Uh, I think it's stupid. I really don't see the point in it. But then I, I'm looking at it as you're spending upwards of a, you know, thousand, two thousand pounds on something to fire a toy fucking gun that's sending a plastic BB at someone. I just, I don't get it. My question would be, are people in the airsoft community actually paying for mil spec nods? Or are they doing this with the cheap Wish versions? They won't be mil-spec. Um, I'm not going to mention any companies because we're not going to get anything. I'm not going to plug them. No, uh, plug them because I okay. want some. <laughs> so, <laughs> and like I said, Tactical Waffles. They sell Gen 2 night vision. So I don't think, I'm, I'm guessing it's not current mil-spec stuff. But it's sort of around the 1500 £2,000 mark for some Gen 2 tubes. Whether they're mono or jewels, I'm not sure. I haven't properly looked into that. But... Yeah. yeah, I could quickly Google it because apparently I am caught on Google. <laughs> is it just a trend that's happening that's that stemmed from America, from the likes of Garand Fund, like uh, Mika Mayfield and Admin stuff like that? Is is it just now a trend over here in the UK, just solely for likes? It is definitely done to bolster Instagram pages and social yeah. media. I, I personally, I don't have a problem with it. It's you know, if someone wants to spend that amount of money on on nods and kit and I mean it goes hand in hand with people who spend four or five hundred pounds on 
quiet trousers and things like that, and then sit there and post pictures of them. More power to them if they can afford it and they want to do it. Crack on. It's I have no issue with it. Does it look a bit silly? Some of the pictures, yeah, probably, but I have no problem with it. I did, like my view is like when someone in America is doing it, it. I don't know. I just have no qualm with it because again, I think it's a different target audience in America. They they've got they've got realism as such that they can go out and they can they can spend however much on an AR-15 and they do do these night operations in proper tactical exercises, even as a civilian. But when it comes over here, it's just a sense when I see it, I'm like, and like you pull the proper cringe face and I'm like, as, as you rightly pointed out, we're slinging BBs at each other. The thing is, I think, because in the States, obviously, you've got massive gun culture. Exactly. So being as part of your home defence kit, why wouldn't you have a set of knives? Do you know what I mean? When the power goes out, yeah, you can exactly. see in the dark. So I can understand from that perspective how that relates over into the airsoft community. I think it's just following the trend. I'd like know? to add to like that. Like you said, we're, we're not defending <clears throat> our homes with 6 mil BBs. No, I'd like to add to that what you're saying about the, the gun culture in America and defending your home. I think the civil unrest that we see quite often in the States, like the Kenosha shootings and the riots that caused from George Floyd, and we've got the upcoming election next year over there. Is it next year, the election? Correct, 2024, yeah. 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 There will probably be a lot of, you know, rioting and unrest over there. So, you know, like I said, nods are going to be useful. But here, I think the pictures are being just like, oh, look at me, I've got £2,000 to blow and I've now got nothing better to do than post photos of it because when can you actually use it? I mean, well, we've just had the blue moon uh, and I've seen a lot of Instagram posts of people not actually necessarily looking up at the moon and taking a photo, but them looking at each other, saying with a caption, hashtag blue moon. Nothing to do with space, just looking at everyone's outlines in, in night vision, which is very... At least it wasn't blue waffle. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. But again, like, I don't know, it's a weird one. As I say, when I look at it from, like, the American um, influencers and stuff like that, I think it's called cool as shit. But over here, I just think it's just a bit cringy. And... But again, as I say, I'm impartial. I will be fully on board if I get a set, even a fake set. I'll be taking <laughs> stupid fucking photos, stood on my Yeti, I'll be in my back garden and all sorts of shit, just really milking those lives. <laughs> That's it though. That, like over here with the airsoft community, are we convinced even half of these knobs are real? No. No. Or are they the, the, the sort of plasticky shit you can get from patrol base and that kind of thing? I mean, I, go on. I think most of the ones that you see people with them on during the day are the fake plasticky ones. Because would you want to wear a two, three thousand pound set of knots to your standard skirmish and risk them getting shot out? Because I'm, I'm not sure how strong the lenses are, but are they going to withstand the BB strike? Because they're not designed for it, are they? Are they but, yeah, that's what you're saying. Is are they, they've got to be there's got to be impact to an extent. Yeah, no, because you? you'd have your your eye problem, and that's what the actual forces the military wearing them would have. So surely the lenses wouldn't need to well, be impact rated. They, they do. Got, sorry, sorry, no, no. I'd say they do still need to be ballistically rated to a certain respect because they are still going in front of your eyes. Right. Okay. And and I know a lot of people will say yes. I know they're on a helmet. Yeah. They drop down in front of your eye protection. They do still need to be ballistically rated. You've got shrapnel. You've got anything flying around in the heat of battle, they still need to be able to take an impact. 
yeah, they're not designed for six mil BBs, no. but I would hazard a guess and say that you'd be very, very unlucky to have one shot out. Yeah, but surely it's going to be something like where you can buy these 10, 15 quid iPros off of Amazon and you'd be tested yeah. and they get shot to shit. You know what I mean? They yeah. just break out straight away. Still meant to be rated, however, we've tested how many countless masks while we've been in here? Oh, uh, loads. We send rounds through them. Those, I've got specs from Baldur Airsoft. Rated to three joules, 300 and whatever it is, feet per second, shot them, smashed a shit. But they're sold as ballistic rated for airsoft. Yeah. I'm sure a pair you can get off Wish that costs X and a, a set that another not military spec set, but another branded set for airsoft that costs an extra 100 quid, for instance. Do you know what I mean? There's still. Yeah, it, it's, it's a saying? price point, isn't it? It's yeah. just, I guess, the further you go up, the better the better quality, like everything, really. I mean, I do see them on AliExpress, and I, I think, even still, I don't want to drop 150 or quid just for a photo shoot. No. Yeah, and, and a lot of them are also taking, they've got their nods down, and it's the middle of the day, which is hilarious, <laughs> which yeah. really makes me laugh, because I just think, you're just blinding yourself if they are real, which they're probably not. But I told you, I, read, I, I might, I might just take the piss and just get some two toilet tubes, paint them black, and set the tape onto my forehead. I think half of it is just down to being able to flex and like, oh look at me, I've got this piece of kit, and that's that's what it comes down to. They think that having that makes them seem better than everyone else, and if that's what makes them happy, then so be it in a way. Or does it come down to the cosplay? Do they just want to be part of the? Because we effectively, yeah, so we are just cosplaying operators, aren't we? Immersion. Immersion, Immersion yeah. is what it is. Yeah. It? And again, it, does it does it come down to the fact, as I said earlier, like, because America's doing it, we've got, are we just trying to emerge that sort of sense of realism into airsoft? 100%. And if you look at, it kind of drip feeds down, um, especially when you look at sort of the real steel area in America. Yeah. You'll see that the American airsofters will see a new trend, like butt stops with wrist braces on. Obviously, that was brought in for a reason within the real firearms world. Yeah. Very, very quickly, you started seeing those stocks transferring over onto airsoft guns for the look over over there, and I'm now seeing them over here, and I'm having people asking me for them. So it, it kind of everything it starts it has to start somewhere, and it will drip feed through. Yeah, drip, America, yeah. always, we're always two steps behind them in trends for guns and everything else so it stands to reason that that's going to happen and that's the same with your likes of the unity risers the god awful looking fucking hydraman because they see a couple of navy seals or something use it and think oh, i want that on my gun however the risers do play a good part in airsoft if you're wearing lower face protection you want to run a site you can easily see down that site if you've got one of those you only have to look at the amount of people that run T-Rex arms, slings, and yeah. stuff like that now on airsoft guns. That just shows how it drip feeds over. Mm. We're saying then that social media is doing its job as influencing. Yeah, 100%. We're all just brand whores then, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, it's no different to people that like to wear Jordans yeah. or yeah, things true. like that. It's the same thing. True. Although when it comes to the slings, I do see why people would rather spend money and get a proper real steel sling to hold their Tokyo Marie, which they've spent £500 on, and maybe throwing quite a bit of money upgrading it. That's their pride and joy. 
why would you then want to trust like a twenty pound Amazon, eBay, AliExpress job if you were to then switch to your sidearm and it, you know, one of the mounts snap because it's a cheaper sling? So I can see why you'd rather go for the expensive one like the Pharaoh Slingster or your T Rex arms. Yeah, because they they serve a valid purpose. But then, how does that then reflect in this nods game? Well, that's what I mean. I'm like. The nods where you're spending your two, three thousand pounds on something to. I mean, how often do you do a 24 hour Milsim or a 40 hour Milsim where you can actually use them? You spend the rest of your time crying at someone because they've got a torch on. Yeah. yeah. Who hasn't or, got two thousand pounds worth of nods on their head. I would or a BB's hit it and you're like, oh, oh there goes two grand. Yeah. I would hazard a guess that, not, I'm not going to say the vast majority, but a lot of people that you do to, especially the more well known influencers within airsoft uh, on instagram and things like that they probably do use them in night games more often than we think than we think yeah um i know some of the local lads down here do go away and they do they do play the night games and i know you get some that go over to the underground one just down the road from us and they'll play within two miles of tunnels and they'll use their odds in there which is that's kind of what what it's supposed to be for isn't it but yeah you are probably quite right that a lot of the people you see wearing them, they're not using them. They're, they're there for bolstering likes on yeah. social media. Yeah. They've, they've, they've picked up on this trend and they're, and they're going, holy shit, this person's doing it. Yeah. I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it with my tits hanging out. Mm-hmm. I go, like. And this is why I think it all comes down to the fact of you're seeing this trend emerge because you're spending a large amount of money on it and you don't get much use from it. And that's why we're seeing them posting pictures of themselves outside of Tesco or down on the beach or sitting on a sofa. Or, you know, all of these ones that you're seeing where they're just dressed up in kit because they spent a lot of money on something. They're trying to get some form of use to justify the purchase of it. Yeah, I just don't remember the last time that I went to Lidl's and went, oh shit, where's my nods? <laughs> it's usually, oh shit, where's my bag for life? Yeah. <laughs> I've got a tactical oh, bag for life on me or something like that. Yeah. Oh shit, where's my wallet? Yeah. <laughs> shit, where's my wallet? <laughs> Come on. What, what does the youth of today make of it? Are you just looking at it for the um, kiddies? I agree with Matt. I think it's a bit of a like stupid idea. I don't think it's... Yeah. It's just not a very smart idea, spending that much money on it for just that use. Would you Unless... wear them to watch football? Oh yeah, the, then you see the ball glowing around, you know. Yeah, yeah. With the with the, with the floodlights. He's going to watch the game. game. <laughs> they burn. They burn. Um, no, it's yeah, I agree. We can go to the dressing room. Can't yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pies like... in a dark locker. <laughs> yeah. I, I I think if these people generally do have nods, they I I reckon they could just balance it out and have some footage of them using it in a game. And not trying to use it as a little social media marketing tool, and then I'd probably be on the board of it a bit more because it's if they tried to do, as you say, if they spent two grand on something and they tried to justify it, stop pouring yourself out with weird posts in Tesco's and show some content with it being used, and then it might make me buy a pair. Do you not feel like a total donut in the middle of Tesco's as well? Surely you must. Do. You must feel like a. <laughs> yeah, then, it's the same thing. You get these people in the middle of. I don't know, shopping centres and you'll start bust out doing these stupid dances and they oh, I'd die inside, I'd crawl up there and ask. <laughs> <laughs> turn around and started doing a stupid trending dance on TikTok in the middle of the shop, I'd probably drag it to the boot of the car. 
all the kids screaming, oh, yeah. Fortnite, Fortnite! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Maybe that's what it is. It's, just, it's the Fortnite kid. Maybe we're too old and we don't understand the youth of today other than you. Or is it that the youth of the today don't understand money well enough to know that you don't need two grand's worth of nods for airsoft? It's supposed to be a recession on children. Yeah. Value of money. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. It looks cool, but posing outside in it, you just. Everyone thinks you're like a cock, don't they? So we're saying, ladies, keep posting. We're happy with those. <laughs> fellas, get a grip. Yeah. <laughs> Control your women, fellas. It's, just, it's no different to saying you don't need a two grand gun to play airsoft, and yet I've probably got. More than that, sat there. Well, maybe not quite as much. And if you've got it, you may as well spend it. I, I, I have no problem with people spending huge amounts of money on rubbish for airsoft. I, I, I just, yeah, but, but more power to them. My argument is, like, if they are spending it, they're not showing it in an airsoft environment. No, that's no. the thing. Are they trying maybe, to maybe pretend should... then that they are? These American influence. That's that's my point. You know, like, trying is, to make other people see it. Go, oh, he must be this. Because you, be that, you so. see, you see Mika Mayfield or Michael Mayfield, whatever his name is, from uh, Grand from the cameraman. He's got his own something called Daddy Kid, and they're off doing things, and they're wearing like nods and helmets and like uh, Carhartt baggy trousers and Vans trainers, and then that's kind of stemmed on. Then other people like skateboarding in them, and it's like someone like skateboarding in a, in a plate carrier and shit like that. And, that's what's going over here, but at the same time, they're using it practically as well. Because on a separate thing, he'll be then in, in a Milsim exercise, in a real Milsim exercise. So it's just, I think over here, I don't think we quite grasped it enough. But other than what I've seen yesterday, sorry, I'll go back on my point. I've seen a few people posting stories across the UK trying to find the super moon, but not actually looking at the moon, just other people in night vision glow. It's the only time I've seen it practically used in the UK. You, the audience, what are your opinions? Text in to... No, I'm not going to say the number. <laughs> I always did. Give your number up. Yeah. It should be found in most toilets. Yeah. <laughs> right, shall we move swiftly on? It does blend in nicely to no. topic two. No. <laughs> to- topic two. How oh, how oh hang on. Okay, we're going to topic two. Sorry, yeah. the, well, what were you going to say? Nothing. <laughs> that's why I said Jeez, shall we move on this is going beautifully too. again but it does blend in nicely entry cost to airsoft what's the entry cost to airsoft do you need £2,000 worth of light vision no you don't so let's look at it what do you need to start airsoft what What would be the rough basic cost you want to start it you're going to look at a year's worth of Airsoft. How much are you going to be wanting to spend in that 12 months from starting to the end of the year? It depends on the cost of their rental package. You're not going to go out and start buying stuff straight off the bat even when you get into Airsoft. You're going to go to the skirmish days, rent kit, see if you like it, things like that. You're not just going to go straight out okay. and buy. So, rephrase question. So, I've just started Airsoft. Oh. I've done my free games. I've got my Yukara. Let's go. Let's let's kick me out. Let's let's completely kick me out from head to toe, plus game fees for the rest of the year and and consumables and stuff like that. So just when I say consumables, just like BBs, we won't yeah. touch on pirates and anything. So we're going to start with we'll start go from toe up to boots. You can never ever ever spend too much on a good pair of boots. I feel you should always have good footwear. Especially in all the different types of training, even in indoor CQB, a lot of guys run trainers, but I'm I'm one for 
spare no expense on something good for your feet. So uh, in, a, in, in a budget town then, for feet, would you say between 50 and 100 pounds? Yeah, up to 100 pounds. And then, you know, I've run some boots before that I've run all the time that are 140 quid, you know. So uh, so you want to get a decent pair of boots. Yeah. Um, we won't obviously name drop what, what we wear. Uh, so you're thinking spare no expense. On footwear, absolutely. So, that, so foot protection, you spend a lot of time on your feet, you take a lot of pounding. It's yeah, uneven grounds, ankle rolls, things like that, especially if you're airsofting on the weekend. You know, you need to be able to make sure you can still get to work on Monday and things like that and perform your normal day to day. So safety for your feet is I think a really essential part of kit. So you your opinion is at a hundred plus between so you don't brand. have to spend no. it, but as an advisory, I would I would just say that the better you can buy for your feet, the better. Yeah. Here's a question: What would a set of military surplus boots from Preppers set you back? Preppershop.co.uk has boots for fifty pound plus. And they're military spec. They are military spec, and at the moment we have a twenty percent deal. Use twenty military in capitals. It's like a flash deal. <laughs> Online and in store. <laughs> Beautifully done. Uh, yeah, so um, so with preppers, we, we get uh, military surplus, so we'll, we'll have two sets of boots. So we will then get, um, in theory, used or grade ones. Uh, they start from pounds, and then we do get brand new, uh, depending on price and where you go, what uh, brand we get in as well. And they will vary between 50 and I think 75, but we'll get the military brands that they use. So like Bates, YDS, Mindall, Hakes, um, Oldbergs. Oldbergs, yeah, uh, Magnums. Sometimes we get old Magnums and uh, Ikuri, I think they're called. I don't know how you say it. It's like I K U R I. So we'll get various different ones, and the majority are patrol boots or they're the desert boots. So it'll be the suede style. But again, it's. You can go with what size said, and you can then go for branded. There's there's nothing wrong with going with like a branded set of boots. Uh, they'll work just as well, and obviously you you'll get your wear out of them, your wear and tear. Um, but again, for a budget point of view, come to preppers or any military service. Yeah, this, you can say and, that. And would you say they're probably all roughly the same sort of price? Yeah. So, so, we, so we, for fifty for fifty pounds, you could get yourself a very nice set of. Yeah, military spec boots that would absolutely probably do what you're talking about as well to give you the yeah. the protection you need for an average game day. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And it, yeah, and again, it's it's again, just check us out because they do vary. But the starting point is fifty quid. Okay, should we write that down? You could yeah. We had this up at the we'll, end. We'll add it up at yeah. the end for. for Show me in the middle because you said one. So what's the seventy-five? Yeah. The thing is, it's like I I like things like hiking style boots outdoor boots like that mm. because I think they're they're long lasting, they're comfortable, um, so that's just why we were starting to look up at your prices. Yeah. Those sort of things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like decent hiking. Then you've got your different things like do you go Gore-Tex or non Gore-Tex because that will affect the price point as well. Yeah, exactly. But I'd say up to hundred quid. So I've I've met in the middle, I've said seventy five because it, it covers both because if someone wants like yourself the more of the hiking boot or if someone really wants to immerse themselves, immer, emerge, immerse, immerse, immerse themselves into the 
operator role or soldier role or whatever, then it covers both grounds. Yeah. So it brings on to then clothing. Mm-hmm. Now that depends. Are you going for a look? Do you want your, you know, your camo? Are you going for like a Russian loadout? So you might want your Russian camos. Are you going for more your standard NATO loadout with an M4? So are you going to want MTP or Multicam? Or do you just want to rock up in trackies, jeans, a hoodie? Yes. Now this, <laughs> now this, this you don't need to spend anything on clothing. Use what you've already got. That's well, it. Like a blue, you can do your blue jean operator loadout and get blue jeans for ten pound from Asda. Do you know what I mean? It, it makes no difference. You're going to beat the shit out of them. They're going to get that yeah. look to them. You know, but like again, going back to what you said, if you're going to immerse yourself into a style or a, a look of an operator, then you might want something like your cry bottoms, or you might want MTP. Do you know what I mean? So that's where the price is going to change. However, I, I think when I come here I just wear like we're in tier one when I come into tier one I just wear whatever yeah uh, when I obviously go to Badlands or an outdoor event if we go somewhere else we make the effort and we all try and obviously match to what we've got but it, again it all depends but I will go through camos and I think in my mind if I'm playing at Badlands I will wear disgustingly multi-cam because it's, it's the colour tones or some people wear the DPM just to, it's not necessarily acting out for me being a soldier. It's just, just so I can just blend in a bit more. Yeah, got some rugged combat song you can drag around. Exactly, and yeah, and so I, I think it's then down to the player and how they want to play their game. So we, again, you could, as you say, you could be as cheap as anything and wear what you've got, like a tramp, like Brett. And, and not <laughs> pointing at me. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Um, or you could um, like take a look at your environment. It's, like, it's very environmental, isn't it, really? And, and again, how you play. So a baseline, I mean, you could get kitted at ProfitShop.co.uk, um, <laughs> kitted out for less than 30 quid. The, for question, the question is, though, do you need that? And we're talking about how much should it cost you? Are we talking about how cheap can we get into it, or is it a necessity? It's just an extra cost. It's it's a cost that you don't necessarily need. I agree. You could chuck on a pair of jeans and a hoodie and run in that, and blue jeans and a dark hoodie, and you're you're making it as expensive as you can. Turn up with some clothes on would be a good start. As long as you own some clothes, you're good to go. If someone turned up in a mankini, they would get some laughs and probably be, you know, they'd probably have a fucking long time. You've yeah. got a few pictures of that somewhere, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So can we, so can we agree that, that you could... I, I don't think you have to spend anything. I was going to say, we'll put zero, but zero you've cost. got to make yeah. it as practical as you feel comfortable with. Yeah. So, clothing. Zero pounds. It's going to be a nice short topic. <laughs> Wait till we get to the two thousand pound hip wear. Mate, when it comes to the boots, I'm the one person to ask. You can look at any any um, pictures of me. Can we zoom in on? I'm in globes. Wait, you've got, I'm on Sketches today. He's gone to yeah, these, are my, these are my tier one shoes. <laughs> these are really quiet when you walk around upstairs. People can't hear me. Brett's normally got globes on that are laced up like from 2002. Well, you can't it's see the way to wear globes. Yeah, yeah. massive tongue and yeah. Yeah. old school chunky skate shoes. Yeah. 
Oh, man. <laughs> I didn't realise they still made it. Oh, yeah. Dude, I've seen some savage DCs online, black and orange, and I was like, ooh, take me back. <laughs> DC, me back. if you're listening, sorry, would like a sponsor. Oh, okay. so, thank you. What's the next thing, So, the next one would be then a former plate carrier or a chess rig or battle bell. a battle bell. This is, this is going to be quite interesting. Can we get to a plate carrier? Me and Chad were actually talking about this on the way over. Yeah. And we were discussing, like, well, what rig have you got? What set have you got? Uh, I've got an eight fields rig, so yeah. it's not massively expensive. No, is it? it's like a thirty pound rig. Yeah. And you said like you got a buckle shot out on it, you know. And then I run a warrior rig that I spend X amount on that can get a buckle shot out on. It's like you're going to spend out all these money that you don't really need on that type of gear. I think the difference is though with that. I mean, if, who was it? Was it Nick Mason? I think it was the other week. He had his buckle shot out on yes. his on his warrior, and he said to me, "Oh, I'm going to have to replace it." I said, "Just message UK Tactical in a minute. Just see what they say." He messaged them. They sent him a complete replacement buckle for free. Yeah. If you message Eightfields, they'd be like, ah, "Buy another one." Yeah. That would be it. But like, then, you know, if we're looking at the entry cost, so starting out. Are you going to want to drop two hundred pounds on a plate carrier? Probably not. No. Thirty pound eight fields one. That in your mind, then this is going to get me through my first year of airsoft. I can then look to upgrade it. So I did the same as Chad. I started off with an eight fields buckle up plate carrier, and then used it for a couple of games. I thought, right, it's not that comfy because it's cheap. I then upgraded to I went from a Viper one, which is sort of like your mid price point. Yeah. So it's. I, yeah. I, I would suggest actually that mid price point is where yeah. we need to be looking because the amount of I've seen some of the cheaper plane carriers and like the eight fields ones and the combat tactical ones or combat yeah. UK ones and things yeah. like that I, I tried looking at those when I first said I'm a bit of a bigger guy they do not fit me they're more, more like a tactical bib than anything else <laughs> and I can't totally dribble a lot yeah I look, <laughs> look like a tied up piece of ham like you know and that's just with his HBA line. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, in my opinion, when you're looking at, if you're going to go down that plate carrier route or chest ring route, you need to be looking at that, at that middle range rather yeah. than the cheaper one for it just to fit properly and last. It's, and not the, it's break. the comfort. Yeah. You're going to be running around in it, sweating. You don't want something that's going to be rubbing or pinching. It's going to ruin your enjoyment of the sport and the hobby. Yeah. You're not going to want to wear it. The thing is, that's why it sort of suits thinking people like Chad. Chad's built like a racing snake. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think I, I would, get into, I would <laughs> get into an eight fields style rig. But when you're talking about them lasting, how long have you got yours? You've got to do it with... About two years. Two and a half years. Strong, just one buckle shot out. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. It's on its last length, but for an entry point, it has worked. Yeah. Yeah. But are you are you saying for reliability and comfort, look at middle range and yeah. Viper? Um, yeah, and yeah. I don't know any other middle range brands. I run the Haley Strategic Defcon. rig. Defcon do some bits. Emerson uh, gear. Bad. Emerson yeah. gear. Yeah. yeah. But and then, then you've got your AliExpress specials. But do you also then need to factor in buying this kit second hand as well? Because you can pick up the second hand yeah. warrior rig for not much more than a Viper rig. I think but that that, that price point is still around that seventy to hundred pound mark, isn't it? I suppose. Do we stick with rigs or do we go battle belt? 
Yeah. You can I mean, pick that up on one Tigris battle belt for like 30 quid. I don't. I think a rig is probably going to be more suitable and when over start, a wider range. When you're starting out as well, yeah. that fear of being shot, you're gonna you feel a bit better with that bit of protection on. You get this mindset. Yeah, the confidence, and you, you feel like you can step out and be like, yeah. oh, I'm build a shit son. You get shot in the face instead. I always think it comes down to the look, because when you get, you see the photos a couple of days, like the day of the game or after the game, and you see yourself all with your rig on, you think, yeah, I look like the fucking shit. Because that's, that's, you know, you're playing it because you want, you want to look cool, don't you? Oh, everyone's looking for a picture of themselves when yeah. the pictures are put up, and. But but to your point, to clarify, then are you talking plate carrier, or uh, as opposed to like one of these um, mag- sniper, 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 yeah, 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 like yeah, sniper yeah, definitely. For, starting, I, for that protection, I would say, yeah. Yeah. So we're, so we're going to meet in the middle. We'll Seventy to hundred pounds. Yeah. Seventy to hundred pounds. Because that yeah. will also factor in your mag pouches, because a lot of the ones yeah. that you get don't come with any. You're going to need them. I'm gonna put eighty-five. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a high price point. I said, if you're starting airsoft and going back again to the eight fields, be thirty quid. And it's no lasted pouches. two years, and he's not exactly a new. Still runs it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's it's stood the test of time. It hasn't needed to be a seventy-five pound rig. It's done its job as a thirty-pound rig, Dude. and he's crawling about through the mud. You know, it's, it takes a beating. I, I agree with you because if this is supposed to be the entry cost for a, a player that's just got his Yukara and now he's looking to get gear, I, I understand where you two are coming from of comfort and reliability, but at the same time, because I'm a stingy cunt, I, I would not want to be spending that much. Then, I would want to be putting it into something else for the time being. talking about something that just gets you out into the field going. You can put pouches on it. You feel better about yourself. You look good for your pictures. You're prepared to get stuck in because you've got a little bit of protection on. You don't need to go that high. Really but then that, that price point would factor in your mag pouches because your £30 rig, it ain't coming with any. Yeah. If you've just started, you've only got one mag, you don't need pouches. Then you wouldn't need a plate carrier. To oh, but pocket. is that going to factor in? No, the plate in... carrier doubles up with the body armor. This is the point you're saying. Is oh. that going to factor into further down this line of questioning when you buy a ref? Are you buying it? Just with one mag, or are you going to buy multiple mags? Yeah, but if you're talking about it's when you're your head started and you've, you've got your Yukara and you buy your gun offline and it turns up and it's got one mag with it, that's that's this is the entry point of airsoft. This yeah. is before you're even going, I'm going to have eight mags on me and double pouches. Before all of that, this is where you're getting off the line into the field. I've played it a few times, I really love it, and I want to get, get going. You're not thinking about how many pouches and then, mags you want, you just you can play with the one gun with the one mag. How about for a price reference, okay? Because you could probably do, going back to your point, I think you can pick up a decent plate carrier, but it might be a little bit better quality or on par with eight fields with mag pouches, AliExpress. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, and, I, and I think we should roll it back from 85, and I think we should just kind of meet in the middle and just say 50, Yeah, 50 quid. Yeah. That'll get you okay. into it. Off yeah. the top of our head, does anyone know any... Plate carriers that come with come with a range of interchangeable pouches you can belt up in the front. So you, could have, you could have an SMG. Yeah, it might come with three SMG pouches that you can velcro off, and it's got three five by six pouches. There's a few. I've seen a few bundles on Patrol Base, Defcon, mm. where they do. I mean, it's slightly more expensive, but you get 
Uh, I think there, I think there was a Viper one that I saw on patrol base. It's, it's a Viper, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and I, I think it comes with your the plate carrier, the VX chest rig, which is where you then put your inserts, and then you get three five five six inserts. You get the four SMG inserts, and I think you might have even got the twin seven six two DMR insert. But it was quite pricey. That, I, I, I do vaguely remember that when I first started. I think it was like, oh, I want to say above 150. Ooh, yeah, well, think well, well yeah. above what we yeah. actually yeah. When I started, the first thing I had... It was black was, and white. It, <laughs> it, was the, it was off eBay. It was like 20, 25 quid. And it wasn't a plate carrier. It was the zip-up vest yes. <laughs> with closed top, three M4 pouches, three pistol pouches, or two or three, two, maybe three pistol pouches, close top again, um, which are velcroed on. It had a pistol holster that it could come on days. and off, and yeah. had a little strip for four shotgun shells that's velcro as well. That is a do-it-all carry-your-gear kit for £25, and that's what I started with. In fact, actually, if you're looking at a baseline to get in, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's, it's is, all there. I I had that. Mine yeah. was Digicamo, which you yeah. got laugh at me about. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, but I will tell you now, I had mine for no less than two weeks, and the zip came off. Uh, so I had to scaffold tape it, and then all the buckles got shut out because the yeah, the, it would. I mean, this one they come with that, um, that. They come with the little belt as well, don't they? Yes, the belt you can then take gearing up on as well. Yeah, which all, did. all bundled in at twenty five quid, probably a bit more oh. now. For 30 quid, I had a off of eBay an Osprey Mark III, and it had three. Now that's three, another guy. Five, five, six pouches on. Rippers didn't. Well, on the front. There you go. I mean, we don't, you know, you, yeah. you don't, if, obviously some of these aren't like, you say they're not play carriers, but if you're just looking at getting back out there and some way to hold your gear, 25 quid, there you go. 30 pounds. It's that 30 pound range seems to be. Where it's at for new yeah, starters, like you've got the most options for just something cheap and cheerful that you can get going with in that range. And it actually said a couple of bases, or you could, as Brett just said, go down the military route. Prepershop.co.uk. <laughs> we do do obviously military vests, but again, it, it all depends what we get in. Um, uh, we've got a fair few in at the moment that are Molly vests, so enough. I can't remember off the top of my head, they're about 30 quid, but then you're going to have to then get your mag pouches. So again, you're going to be adding them on, I think they're about six, seven quid, and then you're looking at the 50 quid mark. So it all kind of factors roughly to that middle ground, Brett's favourite term. Oh, yeah. um, or So we can either scrap the 50 and then go for what we actually both had and do the eBay special, cover all grounds, 25 quid. Then, so we look at that lasted two weeks. You want something that's going to at least last a year. My my thirty quid Osprey is still in my wardrobe at home, perfectly fine. Is that? It's, it's digital camo Mark Three. Yeah, uh, not digital camo. Empty um, bit. Uh, it's desert. Ah, uh, okay. Only desert recently Osprey. on a clear out did I get rid of my olive gra- olive drab one that I started with, and there was nothing broke on it. I just went. I don't use it. It's kit I don't need. Goodbye. It, it's Served the, its purpose. Again, it, I could have just had the dodgy one. It all depends on the batch, doesn't it, and what small Chinese labourers making on the day. The thing is, as well, is like you're saying, is you can either get a vest or you can get a plate carrier at that thirty quid mark. You can get a plate carrier or you can get a vest. Do you know what I mean? Whereas once you start going up, you ain't going to get a vest no more. It's, but it's as Matt said on the plate carrier, thirty quid plate carrier, 
You ain't got your no pouches. I think 50 quid. Okay, we'll check that. We set the benchmark at 50. 50. It covers, covers everything. It best and everything else yeah. There are cheaper options. But <laughs> yeah, if you want to play carry with pouches there. Because no, okay. you've got the protection and you've got you yeah. foam in right. Okay. Right. Uh, eyes. I have two. Well done. I have four. Best two for the board. Absolute best you can board. You only get two of them. No, nice price. Spend or expense. Yeah. So shall we link eyes and face together? Because there's also with eyes you can also get die masks. And that covers both topics. It's kind of a crossover, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. That's the thing. So. Um, was it I started out? What did I have? So I, I, I've got disabled eyes. Good goggles. So I've got, I've got goggles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so I had to faff around for ages because of my retarded eyes. I had to get glasses and to get glasses to fit into goggles. So I had uh, a pair of, uh, from PrepperShop.co.uk, uh, French tank driver <laughs> goggles. And I had to get a thin pair of frames. So I had to mold around my head to get these goggles on so I could still wear my glasses. Then eventually, I then got some revision goggles, which again I got from Premier Shop that could again. Um, and now they do the inserts, and now I've slowly moved on to look operators, fuck, uh, revision sawflies with the glasses inserts, and I just wear them now. But again, they were from Premier Shop that could again. No, they weren't actually. My first pair were, were which your son has, and my second pair I've won. So for me, three. But the revision sawflies, which our military have been using, I'm pretty sure the US military have been using, you can get um, uh, surplus ones, couldn't think of the word then, off of eBay for 30 quid. Yeah. The, the lenses might be a little bit scratched, or the frame might be a little bit scratched, but you can get replacement lenses for not much more. And you've got proper ballistic rated glasses, which are going to last and protect your eyes. And if they can take an RPG, they can damn well take a fucking BB. And the best thing about revision sawflies or any of the revision range, not just the sawflies, I can't remember what the goggles are called that I've got. The bullet ants. No, not the, the bullet ants. No, 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 I've got I've got the full for Desert Locust, yes, uh, yeah. Interchangeable lenses. So you're not you're not committed to say one set. You, you do get your full set, you get your clears, you get your darks and uh your yellows. Or they do do the orange. Is it orange? It's like an orangey, reddy colour, which is it's like an anti-laser yeah, one. Which I'm gonna get a pair. Yeah, I had a set. I wasn't keen, but I don't like the yellow ones either. No, I don't. I'll tell you what, the yellow ones indoors when we're playing here are absolutely brilliant. Yeah, because you don't get any of the glare from like UV lights. No, which I found when I was running dye mask indoors. Anytime you go into an area of the UV light, it's instantly sheen. You can't see, but as soon as you put them HD yellows on none yeah. of that I, I, clear as day I wear mine uh, I wear my sunglasses normal uh, out and about and then I wear my yellows driving because of my stigmatism I can't see at night I think really those revisions are the benchmark for if you're coming in that's what we would recommend to everybody 100% at 30 quid I think yeah. just for eyes <laughs> that would be where I would put it I would Definitely tell people to avoid your because you get your brands like Nuprol, which people think is a good, reputable airsoft brand, they're going to do good eye protection. How many of those Nuprol mesh goggles have we seen in here in Tier 1 CQB where you get a 
Mimi to the side of her face, and they just snap. That's the exact same as the Bulldog ones I was talking about yeah. earlier. They just smashed. And they're rated, they're ballistic rated, they're from an airsoft company. I would suggest that any iPro you buy, even if it is revisions and things like that, is that before you go into a game with them, you test them out. Test them at home, wherever you want to. You can bring them to site and test them. But then if they do break, you, you're not going to be playing because you don't have any eyes on. But I would certainly suggest whatever you buy, shoot it first. Shoot it and test it. And test it with a couple of different guns, bullet pistols, whatever you want. Do something to make sure. That way, before you've done anything else with it, you can send it back and say, this is, this is what's gone on. Now, for the testing, I would always recommend trying, like, you, at Badlands, for example, try and find someone with either, I'd, say, I'd recommend either a HPA rifle or a bolt-action sniper that's as close to the limit as possible, so you can test it at the most extreme possibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. Because that way, you're going to know, if it can withstand, like, a 4-3, 500 F, well, 500 FPS, 2.32? 2.3 joules. 2.3 joules. It's going to survive if you get shot with, with someone with an AEG. Yeah. yeah. All right, and then the, going back to the revisions, um, anti-mist. They don't mist up as much. And even, I've, I've found, even with uh, a lower face bro, which I don't wear because I'm super badass, um, they don't mist up. And that, and that's what uh players have when they first start out. They'll get iPro or something. It's a lens, and it'll be misted up, and they'll be like, "I can't see shit." And people like me with glasses as well, we get double missed and we're double blind. Uh, but revisions, even with the Desert Locust, I've well, never had any misting problems whatsoever. I can miss mine up in about thirty seconds. Yeah, I. But that is because you wear face pro, though. Don't you? I wear. Like a snoop over my mouth, and, yeah. like, and I have noticed it is all about one. If you're moving, if you if you stand still and start breathing, they will miss up. You start moving around and you get some air circulation going, they de mist. The other thing is just breathe downwards. It's not that bad. Relax, breathe through your nose. Yeah, yeah. You don't miss it up. Yeah. That's it. Don't relax when you're in game as well. You're still getting that panic on, and then your face starts to get hot, and you can sometimes get the like a. Not necessarily a mist, but a blurring. Yeah. Like a feed of sweat yeah. down the front. And you get the blur then as well, which can happen. Well, that, that's what they that's do. That's down to player use. That's you being panicked or too hot and just those types of things. So I've, I've never, never had an issue with them ever, even wearing on lower, like lower face. Never seen to mist up. I normally find it when my hat's sitting a little too low, close to the eye probe. That's when it starts to get bad. Yeah. You can know air circulation. Yeah, yeah. circulation's key. Generally, you can sit there. I mean, I, I do it if I'm sniping or if I'm sat in a bush somewhere, like waiting for people to walk past. Start steaming up, just rotating your head around and moving your head up and down to get some air in behind them. Nine times out of ten, I'll do it. If you're ever hiding in a bush, just yeah. waiting for someone to walk just by. Move your head around. Move your head around. Yeah. Yeah. No one will come up to you. You'll be fine. Uh, excuse me, sir. You're, uh, oh, he's moving his head. <laughs> he's fine. Not he's not head, the other one. Yeah, he's not a part of that. <laughs> yeah, because I had it with, um, I can't remember the name of it now. I, I bought a new pair of revisions, the sunglasses ones. Oh, they're gay. I can't remember the name. But <laughs> Sorry, LGBTQ. I, I found that I'm quite a sweaty person when I'm running around, and I had a bead of sweat on them. And because they've got the frame on the bottom, it was pulling up and causing me problems. Switched back to my Stinger Hawks. Problem solved. You were crying. 
You were quiet. It wasn't me. He walked past as a goldfish in his lens. Just looking around. There probably could have been, yeah. So we're we're going to settle on we're all in agreement here on revision sawflies. Yeah. And you can pick up a decent second-hand pair on eBay for thirty pound. Now, with that lower face, now this is really going to be personal preference, isn't it? Really, because we're not pussies; we wear gum shields. Indoors, we wear gum shield. Outdoors, yeah. we don't want. Them. Yeah, I don't. I, I do Indoors, after I saw Josh get his two shot out, but you, you can pick up a gum shield for a fiver in trade. Yes. Yeah. If you're really that bothered by it, mold it at home yourself. Doesn't have to be nothing fancy. Just stop teeth getting clapped out. Exactly. But you're just starting out. You've got the fear, haven't you, still? You, you're still like, nah, this is my money maker right here. I don't want that shot out. You can buy one of the mesh lowers. The Delta Mics. No, no, the actual, the actual, just the mesh and Kodora ones. Some of them come with ear covers. Oh. Stuff. I can get, I do those, I sell those out about 10 pounds a bet. I know, I did, the, I know the one you're about. Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone starts one of them, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think yeah. it's a right of passage. Yeah, yeah. That's what you come in with, and you forget that everyone can see your face through them, so you know, go, <laughs> your tongue hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> your concentration <laughs> face on, and everyone's taking photos, you can I, see yourself. Yeah. On a cold day, there's water dripping yeah. off. Yeah. 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 But yeah. shot in it, and all the sweat drops back in. <laughs> oh, God, I, I hated them. Yeah. We're walking out here, and bits of BB in your mouth. Yeah. And just yeah. Your For me, though, like, that's kind of your bare minimum, isn't it? Yeah. That. That is really, you, if you're just starting out and you don't want to get clapped in the lips and, you know, like Nicki Minaj, you, <laughs> <laughs> you want something that's going to cover your nose, the bridge or the top part of your nose and your, your mouth. Yeah. And possibly your ears as well, because that seems to be a, I've never been shot in the ear, but I know people like that, and it's not something that I really want. First time on yeah. Sunday I got shot in the ear. Did you? Jinx. <laughs> Was it your ear you had to dig a BB out of? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I so, can imagine that was painful. So that that was no, you can't really feel a lot in your lobe, but it had gone right in, and my missus had to get a, a Stanley knife and Stanley, yeah. and it was still whole. It was still whole. It had gone in whole. It was um a lad when we were down at Tank Tracks one time, and he was telling a story of um when he was playing. He, he didn't notice anything, and after the game the next morning, he was having real bad problems with his ears. And he had it for a while, and he eventually went to go see someone about it. And uh, when they had to look down his ear, they were like, "You got something white in your ear." And you're saying, "Oh no, that is." He had a fucking BB lodged right down inside his ear hole. There you go. <laughs> I've had that. One of the um, one of the marshals, Simon Taylor at CEA, sadly doesn't play anymore. He uh, he was thinking about. He shot me with a pistol, and I ended up with a BB stuck in my ear for a you know for a while. But you know, it, it happens. But it's, that's quite a rare thing, I think, to get shot on it. That's an accurate shot. Or a very unaccurate shot. Yeah. Like, you know, that's... Well, that's sort of the thing I made. He said it wasn't like he felt like he'd been shot in it yet. So he wasn't sure how it had ended up there. It just, it just yeah, it could have just fallen out, couldn't it? And it just not stuck on your hat, rolled off, yeah. dropped in, yeah. who knows? Could be Chad crawling through a bush with your face in the mud and just pick one up off yeah. the deck. Who would bring the mud? These cost money. Back, later. Yeah. <laughs> Wax will make it go faster. Um, so, <laughs> so we're on agreement on ten pound. Now, I, I would say to interject with that that okay. the the ones that are slightly fabric across your ear and your cheek, and then they're they're only metal at the front, are better because you get better cheek rolls. So Not just that, they're more comfortable. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sweaty face on that. That's a bit, and then Kogami is a kind of. But are they shit. more expensive? Yeah. Uh, fifteen quid retail. I think we do that. So yeah, we would just bump that to fifteen. And yeah, you can pick your colour. Yeah, yeah. Everyone always goes in shitty NTP. I had a tan one that Rob Cook gave me. Um, this is fucking covered in dribble. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't dribble. Okay, it was rusty at the front. And I was like, what's he been doing with this? So, I'm going to keep head under his face. So, are we lid in or are we going to be. Put lid in there if you want to buy a lid. Some people feel more comfortable. But this again, is, this it's, is entry it's not a necessity. Sure it's it's not necessarily. Yeah. I, think, I think you can you could go cowboy hat, but I think a baseball cap would probably yeah. more utilised. But then you don't need it. I mean, most no, people no, probably yeah. have a, I mean, a beanie hat, even just a woolly hat. Any lot of people run that, yeah. Yeah. So we'll leave that at zero. It's never just being domed, is it? Oh no, you know? it's a nice. Unless you're playing against kicking wanks, day. Correct. He's not listening to the podcast, eh, man? Headshots all round. That's fine. Everyone calls him that. Everyone knows. He had his own mildly unsuccessful podcast. Okay, so this now brings us on to Rifles. Riffs. We've already touched on Spectner Arms last yes. week. Calm the fuck okay. down. <laughs> I love my Spectner Arms. The but Edge 2.0 has to be the Edge 2.0. Well, does, does it? Yes. What is the price of Paul Jamie? Because you Google that. Oh, you ain't got internet. Have you? I haven't got the internet. Yeah. No, no, I'm now on Edge 2.0416 because I was speaking to Rod. We had one on Sunday and they're now £300. Yeah, you don't need to spend that much. No. This is, this is sort of like what we were talking about the other day the quality, quantity stuff, isn't it? You can yeah. get an introductory budget weapon up to £200 to get you going. Okay, let's, let's broaden the horizon here a little bit and say that if you're. If you're in the sport for the first time, you, you don't want to be the whipping board. I, th- no. I think but you what want. What side the... are you playing at? I think we're going to go for an outdoor yeah. side. Yeah, because it's it's more common. I think this is probably a question you get asked a hell of a lot all the time. Um, it's it, it's a bit of a tough one because I mean, let's be honest. You can pick up a, a rental combat machine. Mm. Which I don't know how much the combat machines are. I'm sure Josh was saying the other day they're, they're about one sixty now, so yeah. they've gone up substantially. They they perform okay out of the box. They're about a jewel. You're not going to get phenomenal range or anything. But if you drop in a decent barrel bucking, all of a sudden you've got a gun that is going to shoot. It might not get there as quickly. You might not have the trigger response, but it will compete. And it will compete on a level that. I'm, I'm going to go back to what I was saying the other week. Is you know we've got combat machines, CM16s at home. Never had anything done to them. Still got them. Still running. Yeah. Still be happy with them. Stick a two eight in her, she send them. Yeah. Yeah. That's, there's nothing done to them. You can run them out we, of the box we, as we, they are, and that's how we yeah. always have. Entry level. I don't think we need to go down the road of upgrades. No, because it's, it's good. <coughs> you just start in. Yeah, but Chad, to make them competable. This is what I mean, and with the amount of people like myself who are running heavy yeah. yeah. guns you now and upgrading guns. guns, you put a, you put a heavier weight BB, and you put the heaviest that that can comfortably lift, which is normally a two eight or a three, and they're great. This is what this goes back to you saying, like if you don't want to be the whipping boy, absolutely not. But combat machine CM sixteen at ground zero, yeah, two eights in her, absolutely shredded. Three twos, you know. 
you can be good with mm. something shit. If you're if you're a good player and you move quick and you know how to do this and that and you and you keep your skill level up, you can run around with anything. A pistol and have a good time and a good game. It's like the you know, that, it's, that comes with a Springer pistol. How many people does he get with it? He's got me a load. Yeah, got me loads with that little Springer. And it's a cheap Springer pistol. I'm not saying I'm not a good operator. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's. Do you know what I mean? It's down to the guy at the end. Of, at the end of the day, that's that's using the tool. It doesn't have to be expensive to be competitive. You can compete with an out of the box gun if you're good at what you do. So, for example, here I'm on patrolbase.co.uk. You can pick up a Specknet Arms Rock River Arms SA E02 Edge Carbine AEG Black. It comes with a Gate X ASR MOSFET and a quick uh, quick chain spring system for £159.99. And I'd imagine you'd get free delivery with that. What's the barrel in it? I don't believe that that's a Type 4 one. Mm. No, they're not Type 4 in there. No, I think, it was, I think it was a two. Because yeah, that was an Edge, wasn't it? On the XSR. Is that Edge 2.0? No. no so they're, they're expensive. No. The, the 2.0 is coming with the Aster, a tight ball barrel, and a high, to- high torque motor standard. Whereas the standard Edge series, their MOSFET is a glorified fuse. Okay, I'm going to put something to you, Brett, because you mentioned it once before that um, obviously Airsoft uh, warranties are. <laughs> Almost next door. What's, what's warranty? Um, now, if we're talking about a year's worth of airsoft, we, we talk about a, an entry level rifle. Yeah. We know the Combat Masters are very good because they're used site, nationwide yeah. as, as site rentals. But the chances, week in, week out, something might go wrong. Yeah. What? What? Uh, <laughs> it's never gone wrong. Had two. Had two. They've never gone wrong. But the first but, one, bought second. Yeah. But let's say the question I'm going to say though is we're, we're using Combat Masters as a basis, but are we saying M4 is the platform of choice? I, I because the gearboxes are good. M4, M4 or AK, they, they are the two guns really of choice. They're e- Parts are plentiful and cheap. They're easy to strip down. It's like the G36s, they, they had a run. There was a load of people using G36s, but the problem was they were a lot harder to strip down. If anything went wrong with them, they take a little bit longer to strip down. They're not quite as easy to work on. I would say M4 or AK is your kind of your base yeah. platform. I would suggest as well, so a lot of these new guys that I've seen come through into Airsoft, a lot of them are sitting back with the sniper rifles. What's a good yeah. range price sniper rifle if you want to get into it and do that? Do you know what I mean? We're talking about Good luck. M4s. Just, sorry to throw a spanner in the topic, but I think it's kind of relevant because yeah. if you're getting into it and you go, I'm not going to be an upfront player. I'm going to be a support role. I'm going to be sniper. Uh, you know, it's... Can I ask a question then? So if we're looking at either an M4 or an AK, are we, do we want something with a MOSFET? Yeah. Um, if, Ideally, yeah, if you could, do you need it? That's the other question, or can that be added later? But then, like, I'll have to pause. Thing to go wrong, trigger discipline should be a key skill that you learn. See, my my first one didn't have it, but I only used it for a month, and then I then bought something that had mustard. It's not a necessity. No, so let's have a look then. I'd like to add to Paul's point about the reliability, and I would say. The combat machines, they are used, like you said, up and down the country as rentals. Now, is that because they're cheap or is that because they're bomb-proof? You're giving it to someone that's not played played before. They're going to be 
taken out in all weathers through mud they're not going to care because it's not their own and yet they still fucking work they do the job they're efficient yeah I would say with with monetary value benchmark I would I would benchmark 200 quid yeah yeah. that is and I mean realistically I can I've not had a whole lot to do with them but this new Italian brand Evolution now I've seen a couple of their rifles but they've not been that great but I know plenty of people that do use them, and out the box for I think it was 175 quid. The one I ordered in for somebody the other day, it came with it. It's got a MOSFET in there, which is I could talk about that for an hour on its own because it wasn't brilliant, but it worked on 7.4 volt. It comes with a 601 Type 4 barrel. It comes with a full steel tap, a steel tooth rack piston. It comes with a reinforced packet plate. The polymer is of good quality. It's sub 200 quid. The only thing I did on it was change a hot rubber out, and that was because it had a cheap hot rubber in it. And this thing was launching BBs out easily out to 65 meters. So I'm just looking here, it's funny you should say that. Um, I'm on the sniper section. Uh, an Evolution M40 Spring Sniper Rifle is £139.99p. It's got a 6.03mm inner barrel, fibre reinforced and VSR compatible. Yeah, I was saying that's the main part. If you want the sniper, Find something that's VSR compatible. What is it pushing out of the box? Not actually Because that's that's the problem I think with yeah. lot of snipers is that you're not going to be competitive with what you get out of the box. They will require. No, but I, a I, lot of them. I only bring it up unless you go non-bridge. Yeah. You're not bring looking at paying for a non-bridge shirt from back. No, but then you but might. That's why reason I bring it up because some people are going, I'm going to sit there and turkey shoot, it, thinking they're going to be mustangs or they're going to be, do you know what I mean? And it's not going to happen, and you're not going to learn a lot of skills sitting back there doing that, and it's not long at entry level where I think you just have a sniper, you then go and get your M4. But I just thought it was something relevant to the to the startup cost. No, I, I would go. say that you're saying you're going to get a non-rich. I would say he's the reason why you're seeing a lot of new players want to go down this road because they're watching the likes of Norwich on YouTube. Yeah, but that's their expectation is, yeah. of airsoft. That's not saying mum's going to go out and buy you it. No. If mum's going to get you, oh, I got you an airsoft sniper rifle. It's going to be an entry level within the 100 to 200 pound mark. Do you know what I mean? It's not going to be, unless yeah. they're absolutely loaded. I've got you the best thing on the market. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mum, can I have Novridge? Yeah. No, we've got Novridge at home. <laughs> <laughs> Novridge from Wish. But that, I, 200 quid again. I mean, I can get the well, the well VSR clone. Yeah. With the 6 to, or the 4 to 12 scope and everything on it with three mags, retail, £185. That comes with the scope. That is out the box. You've got a scope on there. Um, set up ready to go. Yeah, it's set up ready to go. Hop isn't the best, but it will. I mean, you saw that one that I built the other yes. day with a standard hop and barrel in it. That yep. would hop fours. Lovely. Yeah, absolutely fine. So, it, as long as it's VSR compatible, whatever you like the look of. Yeah. But so, uh, the Airy Strikers as well, they, yeah, they're not bad. One. A lot of people buy the L96 as well, yeah, don't they? Yeah, L96, but there's a lot of bits available for them. But yeah. it's, again, it's that £200 mark. Yeah. For 200 quid, you could buy an AK, an M4, a sniper rifle, whatever you want, and you're going to get something that is... Because manufacturers, especially with the M4s and the AKs now, they've cottoned on to the fact that if they put a 601 barrel in there and they upgrade a couple of bits and put a MOSFET in there, 
it's making it more competitive. We're not talking about the quality of the parts because quite often the barrels are junk, but it's still going to perform better than a yeah. 605 brass barrel in most cases. And that's why I always raved about my spec then. But I paid £210 for that yeah. with the Aster, the yeah. Tidal Barrel, yeah. but now they're £300. I don't think they're quite as good. You're pushing the range up now for that. Do you know what I mean? I think my yeah. um, my um, G2 was about 300 quid when I got it. And that's why I'm saying I don't think I'm quite as sold on that as I used to be because the price is now a lot more than so it was. I think the, like, the G2's gone up. I think they're nearly like 400 quid now. So they're well. savage out the box. Oh, yeah. yeah. So going going back to this evolution in forty spring power bolt action airsoft sniper rifle, uh, coming out the box at a sub three hundred FPS, this sniper rifle leaves you with the option of using it wherever you like. In brackets, even in CQB, sub three hundred. Yeah, so it's sniping shit. Garbage. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's absolutely shocking. Sub three fifty, sorry. Yeah, I'd, I would love to see someone use this in the CQB. It, I Have would... you never seen Andy with his striker? Yeah, but that's tiny. Imagine someone coming around the corner with that. I do. They wouldn't get around the corner. It's just a barrel and get shot. It's just a barrel and you running it. I've still got the L96. Yeah, I'm sure you run that. It's bog standard TM L96, 300 FPS. And I did bring it in here and it's garbage. You can't hear me. I'm pretty sure I had him come around the corner and shout, stand and deliver. Your money or your life. So are we saying. Find find the game style you want to play and drop two hundred quid. Pretty much, and you could find a decent brand, a decent replica with decent innards and and, and a decent yeah. competitive. For, yeah, for two hundred quid, I could kick somebody out with an M4 off the shelf M4 that would be competitive to a so certain level. Everyone always goes M4 because it's what everyone sees. Uh, yeah, and then. Uh, if you're a dirt dirt lar, you go for an AK. Yeah. I would also like to say that yeah. the M4 and the AK, they're probably the most popular platforms because there's the most amount of pouches available to take those mags. Yeah, true. Or it, is it, there that amount of pouches available because they're the most popular platforms? Well, where is that? I would like to say that vest that I was talking about earlier with the close top, that you could fit a 7.62 in it. Yeah. And you could fit my three oh eight mags in there. And they're quite they're an odd shape. It's not, but they would still go in there as well. And that's just a generic so pouch. If you're so depending on the platform you buy, it's gonna circle back to the magazine pouches you're gonna to have to add to your yeah. Yeah. rig or plate carrier. Yeah. Uh so with that moving on to magazines. So you've bought your two hundred pound let's just use an emperor as an example. Uh, and in a magazine, what are we looking at? Uh, Majority of them are going to come with one high cap, and they one round, yeah. which is yeah. three to three hundred and fifty rounds. Which is manufactured for the gun. Yeah. Now I've seen new pro mags that you, that don't that are four M fours. They don't quite fit. You have to rest your thumb on the back of the mag to keep it feeding and things like that. Not all aftermarket magazines or companies are going to fit your riff. Sometimes that is a bit of luck of the draw. You know, we bought the, um, are they Amoeba ones? Yeah, there the is Amoeba, Amoeba M4, 140 mid caps that are clear. You can see all the rounds in them. Yeah. They're fine. They, Absolutely they fine. We put a new pro one that I got from a certain nondescript other shop somewhere way back in the day. And yeah, I had to start packing the back up with tape or Velcro to make sure they sat forward so they would feed properly. Now saying that, 
when I bought my first gun, which was a G and G, uh, it was a Mark eighteen combat machine. I don't know what the correct thing for it was, but that came with a mid cap standard. But that was quite a chunky one, and it's actually too thick to properly sit in the magwell. And I had feeding issues with that, and that's the one that came with the gun. So just because it's made for the gun doesn't mean that it's going to feed flawlessly. How many mags do we think we need when you're starting out? Um, so. I mean, I started out with two high cappers, and it was only because um, it was was just social peer pressure because people just laugh at you when you're rattling around. I then went to the maraca man. Yeah, (laughs) you can hear it. Here he comes. The battle rattle. Yeah, the battle rattle. But again, we see rentals here, games, and and they've just got one high capper. So again, it's it's either either or. It's like you either just stick with the the magazine that you get or you buy another high capper. I think if you're playing outside having a couple of them is something. Yeah. The game yeah. the game modes, especially over at Badlands, they can go for what, thirty to forty minutes? Yeah. yeah. If you're longer. if you're trigger happy, you can rattle through one mag and you're gonna be going, I need to go back to the safe soon and fill the mag up again. How many times have we heard that? Is it right to go back and fill the mag up? Yeah. It's how long's a piece of string? Are you going to want mid caps or high caps? Because how many regular players do we see still running high caps because they like that ammo capacity? The thing is, as well, trigger discipline. (laughs) Trigger discipline is going to come with it. I mean, I got four mags for my TM recoil, and they were the four mags that I got with it in my bundle. And I've never bought any more mags. I just run four mags on a game. So that 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 will come down with experience. They're eighty-two round mags. Yeah, I'm just not absolutely shredding out rounds every every time. Do you know what I mean? So so if we go, so let's get two price points. So for example, if we say stick with a rounded, because you know it's going to fit, don't take the risk. But it it might not fit. It's it's going to be one of the things you have to try it, and if it don't work, but uh, what I'm saying is stick with a rounded to the rifle you bought. So if you bought a spec now, that's when you're going to get the best chance, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so we've got said branded M4. Uh, we're going to get one high capper to go with it. How much are we looking at for a high capper? Uh, and then I also want to say, let's go for two then mid caps along with your high capper as as like a a different alternative. So yeah. if you don't want the rattle, no, that depends because if you go in mid caps, you want more than two patrol base. But I was thinking you've got, you've got your one high cap and then go. If mm. you don't want to get another high cap, or go two mid caps. It kind of roughly tallies up to the, the same amount well of rounds. Is where you depend on getting them. I mean, they high. You can get you can have eight high cap mags if that's what you want to run, but you could get them second hand from Garbo or something we're, like we're that. We're all going to go brand new. Mum's giving us birthday money for starting out. But patrol base often do a bulk discount where yeah. if you buy five mags, they're now a pound cheaper than if you're buying one. We bought those four, was it four in the pack, the Aries ones? Yeah. Four mags, 50 quid from Aries, mid caps. No, no. It's pretty reasonable. But I, I would say yeah. you're looking at about 50 pounds for max. Regardless if you're going to go high cap or, or mid cap. Yeah. Yeah. It, it all depends on how many you want. Do you want. You start out again. Do, this is why I'm saying, like, if we if we say, for example, let's go for another high cap because what's a high yeah. cap? It's about four hundred rounds, isn't it? Because then you can always leave a bag in your spawn with a bag of BBs in it and just fill yeah. up when you go back to spawn. Yeah, that's it's a quite it's a bit of a grey topic. It is because so how much is just say for example one high? How can you how much can you get one high cap? I think high caps they work out about 
for a half decent one, they're about 20 quid each, something right. like that. And you're holding about 350 BBs in each one. I mean, then, the, the ones I've had the, the absolute best time with have been the new Pro P Mag Flashbacks. So the fucking zippy ones where you, you pull the teeth. Where you're hiding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, they feed in every single fucking yeah. one I put them in. I, that's, I use two of them. I got twos in one, two fives in another. I use them for all my credits. And every single one I put those things in, they run. And they were £18 each. <coughs> okay. So and 50 quid, you'd end up, you could probably get three for 50 quid from a retailer. Three variations. Yeah. That you know will fit. So, okay, let's go 50 quid then. And then you you and then you're mags out as well. You're not going to need. And then you can figure out what kind of mags you want in yeah, the future. Yeah, yeah. So you, yeah. it's a bit of trial and error. So oh, so I've I've got as far as that. Is, can anyone think of any? We're all geared yeah, up. Well, oh, accessories gloves. Hundred percent by gloves. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Not only for the sake of your fingers. Ten quid will save you yeah. a world of pain. When it's cold, yeah. if it's wet, if you're crawling around and you put your hand on something, you're like, Little bit sharp, but could it could have been worse. So yeah. brambles, nettles, and they don't have to be the roof. Ten pound pair of gloves. Cool. Ten pound pair of Dickies work gloves. That's what I ran for the first twelve months. Yeah. Let's go back to what you just said. Yeah. You just made a very good point, which I didn't think of. Accessories for your gun. Do you want a red dot? Do you want a sniper scope? Do you want a torch? Do you want a foregrip? Are they essential to starting no. airsoft? No, they're, no, they're then, addition. I I. You don't need a red dot. Foregrip, I'd probably say, yeah. You don't need a foregrip. You're not really controlling yeah, it. I'd say you more of a red dot than a foregrip. I'd say more of a foregrip over a man how to use your hands. Yeah, but we've seen players that have got actual vortex, low power variables on there, that, uh, that the guns look absolutely off the chain and they're stood there looking over the top of them because they're eyeing the BBs in. Yeah. That, that is not an essential part of airsoft. It's Gucci. It's not essential to getting started to airsoft. Was then neither is a plate carrier. No, but for the feeling... It is if you're running four mags. Feeling <laughs> uh, <laughs> going with the extra mags and you want to feel a bit more protective of plate carriers, a plate carrier would be more essential than... Um, attachments for weapon, I believe. I don't think you need any of them. I, I'm going to throw a complete spanner and ruin everything everyone said <laughs> you don't up until them. now, right? I did think you were a bit I, too quiet. I, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be the cameraman. When we were talking about guns, I couldn't help them. thinking to myself a, a really nice gun that I've always enjoyed, and it was a shade over 200, but that was the blue edition. It was a Simer MP5. Um, and you can pick up a pack of five Simer MP5 mags for about 25 quid. They were about five a reach at one point. Um, and then I would argue that the HK iron sights on the MP5 are all unique. And they actually all, in my opinion, look better than running optics on an MP5. Yeah, opti opti optics on an MP5 is, is weird. Mm. Like Even when you look at like the old SAS 80s, and it looks like they've got... Fucking mag light on the top of it. Look, that is a mag light. In regards, in regards to that, is a torch. Is it here in the CQB? As soon as I get up here, you know, I take so my holographic straight off. I've got my iron flip up at the front, so when I've got my torch, I've got some reference mm. to where the muzzle is, so the optics are straight off. You, they're not essential to playing the game at all. No, I'm good. Throw a real spanner in the way, so say sights on airsoft guns are bullshit anyway. It's all about the look. Yeah, that's again. That's They're not needed. They are not needed for the ranges you're shooting at with airsoft guns. With 
Snipers, are, they sit in their own area, but most M4s, AKs, MP5s, most AEGs, you having a sight on there, it's only going to be relevant for about 20 feet. If that. Out past that, as soon as those BBs start to wander, start to drift, they're a point of reference and they're, yeah. they're not a sight. You you could whip all the sights off an airsoft gun and shoot just as well without it. You do not need Which one. follows up the point. It, yeah. Attachments for the gun are not essential. It's just Gucci stuff. It's just Gucci. Yeah, it's just but then again, cool. that being said, you're starting off, you're probably going to want it because you're not going to know that your sight's fucking pointless. Yeah, but that's then an additional cost that you then take on. That's not an essential startup yeah. cost. And I would recommend if you do go down that route, Vortex. What, for £200? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not, £200 not, not just a five quid sight protector. Go well, 200 go quid optics. eBay, Amazon, AliExpress no, special for your first one. But with Vortex, you get the lifetime guarantee. That is true, but we're talking about starting off. If you want to just put a sight on your gun, even though it's pointed because it looks <laughs> just, cool, you're, you're, you're not going to want to spend 150 quid to begin with. It's Better mind at this point, mum's just bought you a Novridge <laughs> rifle, two grand's worth of knots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think Matt's, the Vortex is in yeah, there somewhere. Keep it going. What do you want for Christmas? Here's my list. Yeah. Get that Cheers. warrior plate carrier. And I need all of that because it will make me a better player. Yes. Or you backpedal even further and say, actually, you don't need a rig. That's what I'm saying. The amount of people I've seen that just chuck a high cap mag in the pocket and one in the gun and out they go. In which case, you don't need additional mags. You can play with the mag that comes with the gun. So so the cost is the riff. That's it. Well, no, it's not. I'm 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 We're missing some shit here. BBs. Battery and a charger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, With yeah. the exception of Lancer Tactical, pretty much nobody else now sends a battery and a charger with their guns. Charger. Not even Jing Gong. Jing Gong, when I got my RPK, I had a battery and a charger. Although the battery just there, didn't fucking There's a work. very small amount of guns. come with a battery. There's a very small amount of guns now which come with those from the battery. Yeah. Everything else, you get the gun, the mag, an unblocking rod, um, a cardboard box, because we know you like a cardboard box. Yeah. But that's pretty much it. You're breathing very heavily. It's very yeah, my nose, is, uh, my nose is quite blocked. I feel like I'm going to be raped. <laughs> <laughs> There's no mic. <laughs> that's just a frustration building it's up. It's like, do you know when you were at that phone call? It's like... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's been pointed out by many people. My nose is just always like this. Mm-hmm. Shut it up. Anyone <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's sitting in the van with me at work always mentions it at some point. <laughs> okay, so, so back to your point. Sorry. We absolutely need... You need a battery and a charger. Big yeah, Very good point, sir. Yeah. So you're looking at, what, 15 quid for a battery? And about that on a charger? If you're only... If you, well, no, you can get away with just a basic balance charger on a light. Yeah, I've got my new We've got, the, we've got like a 15 quid Tomtech charger yeah. from eBay. And I would yeah, always recommend a, a good time. one, like the Skymax V6. A genuine one, because there are a lot of clones of those. Yeah. Because... You know, lipos can catch fire. Yeah. And you want a decent charge and a lipo bag. Lipo bag sake, yeah. Yeah. If lipo you're running lipos, lipo bag. But I mean, you can get. Let's go back the other way. What are we using the rentals? Nims. Nims and NICADs. Yeah. A basic plug in the wall charger for one of those is a tenner. One of those batteries is 15 quid. That is really the basic of what you need to get into it. So let's just say 30 quid. 30 quid if you go in LiPo, yes, get a LiPo bag, get a decent charger for it. 
I run a Skymax as well. Mine is a clone, and it has charged hundreds of batteries. I've never had a problem with it, but I never leave it unattended. We're on, yeah. our, we're on our second Tom Tag one. We bought the same thing again after yeah. years, and the other one died. It just stopped working. We didn't have a problem, problems, so we just bought the same thing again. Still works. With a decent charger, you can then prolong the life of your battery, because mm-hmm. if you're not going to be playing for... Say you play once or twice a month. For the times that you're not playing, if you've got a LiPo, you can then put it into a storage charge, and it's going to last a lot longer than if you leave yeah, it. Yeah, but when you're just getting into airsoft, you are playing all the yeah. time. You get that buzz, you're looking yeah. for sights that are open, but where it depends your if... ass is constantly charged. You run a battery half a day, it goes home, it's fine. The next time you've got a, a week down the line, next game, back in. You don't need to storage mode it if you're regular using it. Well, well, it depends on your local site and how often they run. Yeah, but well, you're, looking well, at, you're looking at two games a month, aren't you? Well, that, that was going to be my next point. How often are we playing? What are the site fees involved in our year's worth of airsoft? Tank tracks is usually a pretty good one to put a basis on, especially because that harbours a lot of new players. They run once a month. A lot of new people, when they're coming into the sport, I did, I used to play once a month at Tank Tracks. So you've got your game fees for that day, you've got your BBs, your food costs, that kind of stuff. Although at one point, I mean, you there was food included with the game fee. You would get, mm. you know, you'd pay your... I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, 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 you'd pay your money. I think, at one point, I'm sure it was like 15 quid for the day. Oh my, my how times have changed. Yeah. But 15 quid, and you get a little cocktail pasty with it. Trust me, you don't want nothing bigger than that when you run around there. No, but you are dead that afternoon. You, if you're just getting in, let's just say on a benchmark, you're just getting into it, it's going to cost you 50 quid for the day. So for your actual game fees and food and everything else, then plus the cost of your BBs, which is going to be what, another 15, 20 quid? No, it depends. Well, I think a bottle of BBs for the kinetic ones Josh sells for, I think it's £10 for a bottle of two fives. You so you're looking at £10 for the day. I think they're 3,000 rounds. Yeah. That should again, last you a day. Again, that's going to be down to you as a player, isn't it? If you're a bottle of BBs, will last me a long time because I'm not hammering rounds. Bottle of BBs, you're starting off, you're probably going to be the exact, There you go. <laughs> the so that cost comes down to you as a player. Yeah, it that's does. not an initial startup thing, that's more of a longevity. When, thing, I, maybe? when I first started playing, like, a, bottle, a bag or a bottle of BBs would last me a day. I'll tell you who goes through the most BBs Maybe. DSG runners. And HBA users are the highest rate of BBs, I think. Oh, Aside of rentals and people that are new to it and having a fun day and they just want to shred and fall at home. But that cost is negligible to them because they're on a day out. Yeah. If you're getting into the sport, the, the, the choice of where you go with your riff is going to dictate the cost of your day. Yeah. Yeah. Gas blowback, I was running the GBBR, gas cost went up. That's what I was running. 30 round mags, but I'm still banging through the gas because I'm constantly topping the mags back up. So that, again, is something I have to take on the chin as that's what I've chosen to do. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. I know the exact same thing with gas. Yeah. You, yeah you're in that zone now. Yeah. What's the average cost of a game day now? Down here, about 30, 30 quid, quid for a full day. Yeah, yeah. we're at 30 quid about for 30 a full day. Quid. Right, and how often would we say the, a new player would want to play? Are we saying only one once a month? Are we saying once a fortnight? Once a week? Are they going to go to a different site? When, when, what on average? When this opened, we're looking at yeah, average. we were seeing new players come up and we were open twice a week and then having privates on the weekend and we were seeing those same players because it was open twice a week 
coming to us a week. Yeah. That's just because they're going, I want to get as much time as I can. Again, back to your yeah. point, it's down to what site you're going to. It also if your site's only open once a month and that's the only site, that's what you get. However, here you get once every other week at Badlands and you get twice a week here. Yeah. So there's potentially, yeah, how many games a month you can play? To, to about 60 or quid, isn't it? set a benchmark on this. Should we look at somebody who has obviously just come off the back of doing their required amount of games yeah. to get the UCAR registration. Mm-hmm. That's why we put them So in that's, this. what, three times in no less than 56, 56 or 58 days or whatever it is? It's three months. So yeah. let's work that out at, that's two months, isn't it? Three. Yeah. It's got it three months? Yeah, it's got 58 days. 58 days is two months. Two months. Uh, I remember being told it's so three months. They will have played three times in two months. Yeah, you, you've so got, how many you've times do that within three so months? To get you times that by six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Times that by six. So six times three is three, twelve, eighteen. They can play eighteen times a year. So how many game fees? If they continue on that trend, we keep it at thirty quid. Yeah. How much are they going to spend in a year? Has anyone got the countdown? Boom! Keep hitting the wrong fucking thing. Five hundred forty quid. Okay, five hundred forty quid a year. But then, is this factor in memberships? Because I know we offer memberships. I know yeah, no, that's I, it. I, I, I we just game things. Yeah, yeah, for basis Stop of making what it we're too talking complicated, about, you better just to keep it a flat thing. <laughs> take that equation out. Okay, so that covers just the site fee. Then, like you say. Do we average out based upon what you two have said that a bottle of BBs would last you two of those games? So they're buying nine bottles of BBs a year at ten or a bottle? Yeah, but then that depends again because what brand BBs you buy? Oh my god, don't know. We're, we're stop, just yeah. stop it, man. Oh my lord, you're trying to. No, but he's right. He is right. This is a negligible thing because that's down to you and as a player and you picking. You see, How often do you want to buy shit? Average, because otherwise we're going to go down the weight route. And, yeah, there is no but average. Then it, all, it all comes down to what BBs does your local site sell? Hang on. What BBs are you using? Oh, the usual ones. Oh, God. What weight? <laughs> no, the usual ones. Don't get me started on that. I would say 15 quid a game day on BBs. It's I'm, not out yeah. of the ballpark for most people who've just started playing. Because Josh is quite cheap for this BBs. Yeah. Most places now. 13 to 15 quid a bag. So 18 Do times people 15. then decide to go and bulk buy? Well, that's that's, a, that's bulk again, buy. that's a personal choice. That's to what do I'm that. saying. Yeah, complicating things. Like I'm not trying to complicate. I'm just trying to show you the broad horizons that there are. We're just starting out. We're just yeah, starting a lot out. of people, you started out. For example, we sell kinetic ones, I believe. Kinetic, yeah. What if your local site only sells Newport Razors? They're going to be the ones you link to. What if they sell the ASG Blasters? I don't know what the price of sites bio only. Are bios more expensive? They are, yeah. yeah. This is why I say 15 quid really is a good benchmark for one one bottle of BBs or one bag of BBs per game. We're looking at 270 a year. Yeah. Roughly, give or take. I wish my BBs only cost me 270 quid a year. Yeah. (laughs) That's one game for you, isn't it? Not a day. No, no, no. no, Okay, is there anything else we can think of that we need? To factor into this, because I don't think when we're talking about food on site, no, no, no. you'll you bring your own pack lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Your dairy lead lunchables. How much a year? So we've got boots. The price of inflation. Yeah, <laughs> bag them. We've got boots, clothing, plate carriers, chest rig, eyes, face, rifle. 
Mags, gloves, BBs, battery charger, game fee. Yeah, yeah I think that probably covers everything. Gun case. Yeah, Gun case. Bag. Yeah, man. We're travelling it with, uh, with it in the box. Fuel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's put fuel <laughs> in. Yeah, right. on a minute. the oh, average game site away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, do you live four minutes around the corner from your local site? Yeah, I've got to yeah. handle this shit out now. I think the thing is with the BBs and the and the game fees that you could almost take that out of the equation as well because yeah. you're, you're looking at how much would it cost you to buy enough kit to go and play. That is more of a a, a rough idea of how much someone should be budgeting then to then go and play for the rest I'll, of the I'll day. Up, I, I mean, look, when I initially posed this question, um, it was a question that you used to hear a lot because uh, I used to watch a lot of motorsport and you would hear people say, oh, how do I get into karting and stuff like this? What's the what's the cost of a year's karting? You, and you buy the car. What's, how many tyres do you go through? And they'd average it all out. And I think what we're looking at here is much the same. Just what is the, the average cost of airsoft for a beginner for someone who just wants to come into the sport for a year have some fun. What's your buy-in cost? Yeah. So, I mean, we're too finicky. You don't need Yeah, that's the thing. You can take all that out if you just want to go and play airsoft. Just go and learn right, the sport. So then you don't need all that stuff. It's as cheap or as expensive as you want to make You need it. eyes, face, a riff, boots. And boots. Right. And, and small gloves, battery charging. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? The other and, stuff. Uh, to turn up to the site. Yeah, fuel. to get there. Yeah. You know. what, what's your figures I've got? Right, yes. Now that I've got a word in edgeways. Um, £1,270, and that is a collective of everything. Or £460 without the game fees and obviously the consumables of BBs. I think 500 quid is a fairly reasonable buying cost. And that, and that's for your equipment. And yeah. again, that's as, as cheap or as expensive as you make it. So you, there is variables in there. You can make your boots cheaper. You, again, oh, that? Oh, <laughs> what's the penalty for that? you got to read it out. <laughs> yeah. Put a BB up your ass. We want to hear what it says. It's a um, future message. Yeah. <laughs> Act it out. <laughs> but again, the, the, the 1270 is as is, is cheap or as expensive as you make it. Because again, it's down to what BBs you buy. It's down to how many games you play. I mean, we've just said, obviously, an average is about a game fee. So it's a pointless exercise really because it is how cheap you make it fantastic we've wasted an hour and a half of the listeners time exactly you'd be happy enough to do that that's fine if, if energy you, prices if really, as they are charging yeah, batteries is a nightmare yeah so again <laughs> let's let's just take if you don't you need your eyes you don't care about face pro you need your gloves you can run trainers if you wish yeah so uh, that's 60 quid so 260 <laughs>320 quid, and that's just for your gun, your, your eyes, your mags, your charger, and battery, and some gloves. It's not but then you can take away the gloves. <laughs> yeah. You could, and then if you throw in buying second hand kit off of people, you could probably yeah. reduce that again. Yeah. The beauty of this thing is that it's, it's, so it's like most hobbies the startup fee is always going to be more expensive. Than continuation in the hobby. Yeah. The only problem we have is that because we play airsoft and we do the cosplay, we always want something new. We always want exactly. something here. We always want a different rig or a and different color. We want this. We this want brings that. Brings us back which, to topic one. 
I want some nods. <laughs> <laughs> but it, that's the thing. And I mean, it, it's, again, it's, you then watch something and you will see something new like the Covenant and then imagine people are now going to cosplay as the Covenant. So then you're going to go down the route of what military surplus you can get. And then it's, it's, it's just different. Schmargs has gone up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, there's so many avenues on, on this road. It's just where you go and where you take it. But for a baseline entry, you look in under 1300 quid. That's what that will do you for a whole year as well. Exactly. It'll do you for longer than a year. Yeah. When you factor in, you haven't then got to yeah. buy a riff again. Yeah. You don't want to. You don't yeah. just buy. But that would mean is that will do you all your yeah. first year. Yeah. And look after your kit. You know, don't beat the shit out of it. We Enjoy probably... the sport, and yeah, you, you're you're away. Everything's gonna last as long as you make it last. You take care of your shit; it's gonna last. Yeah. There's gonna be some mums and dads there sitting there. There is no way I'm spending a thousand pound on my job. Well, no, but this is, <laughs> that is broken down. And that's yeah. over the course so, of the year. Again, yeah. as you say, you don't have to do 18 games a year. No, no you can do one a month. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you can be absolute CQB walls like us and play all the time. Exactly. <laughs> I'll remove myself. But we've got a dip once a month. <laughs> You're just a whore. Yeah. yeah. Chad should be called some pop in. Pop pops in from time to time. <laughs> Mary pops in. <laughs> cool. Nice. Uh, so that, yeah, that was um productive. That was a, a, a well <laughs> Yeah, it's exactly. a big waste of time. Yeah. Everyone's talking to everyone. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, Kai. So that was that. That was it. That's all I was ending with. <laughs> yeah. okay. time, time Can I finish? Yeah. <laughs> break. Yeah, I, I think that pretty much wraps up this episode. We, we've uh, we've creeped over the hour and a half mark again, dear listener. Um, it's very so, Yeah, well, I do like to try and bring some civility to this. Oh no, I meant us. Is it, is it, is it, I <laughs> oh, thought it was going to be about, Yeah, well, not really. Okay. You're as inbred as they come. <laughs> <laughs> At least they come. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to the chill part of Airsoft and Chill. So this is the part where we'll probably talk over each other and we're just going to have a right laugh with this and just call Matt a cunt. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <right. laughs> so we're going to oh start off today, it's very media based. Uh, what was the first game that gripped you and with that it's just made you always go back to it and you just keep continuously playing it. This could be a story game, this could be an online game that you just you just keep going back and you've still got it on well you're still an old school Xbox 360 aren't you so, uh, so I still got my Amiga yeah. <laughs> Sega <laughs> that's what lots of Amiga 600 yeah I'm five oh I've got one mega upgrade holy shit oh, oh, I can play 1200 games proper flight simulator <laughs> holy shit anyway you're pretty excited like what the fuck you're old as shit yeah, I used to have a Commodore sorry. 64 and you used yeah. to fucking load this cassette in and then you like sat on uh, Paperboy and you had like the, the fucking keyboard <laughs> With a different colour. That's uh, if it fucking loaded and he didn't come up syntax error. Yeah. Motherfucker. Chad's like in the disc. Chad's in the corner like I got a Game Boy. What's a cassette? <laughs> oh. I remember. I remember we had um, we had the VHS player out of the loft and a video one, and uh, we we were like, all right, well, I'm gonna go do some now. So we stopped it there. None of them could get their heads around how we didn't go back to the beginning, like a DVD. It was like, no, it stays where it is. You can carry on. They were like, what? <laughs> Completely mind blown by this fucking video cassette, like, class. Oh god. You oh, anyway, so yeah, game. Go on, side, oh, mate. I don't know. I'm old school. I used to absolutely blitz Streets of Rage on the Mega Drive. 
Ooh. I'd literally wake up on a Saturday morning while my parents are still asleep and I'd be on it, volume low, and absolutely blitz it. Because it's one of them games you don't save. So you get like right close to the end and then if you got fucking nailed, you had to start the whole game again. Oh, no. It was just so addictive back then though. So yeah, I think that's that's probably my first real world started to think of that gamer mindset. Yeah. Way back in the yeah, the second Sleeping right? about it. Yeah, thinking if I just do this next point on that the next yeah. level, and you get so far and you go, oh, it's like on during the week if you're up early, I think before school, you go, oh, it's go, go leave the school soon. No, no, I'm ill, I'm ill, I'm ill, I'm really <laughs> oh, ill. What are you doing? Turn the telly off, but not the console. Like, yeah, I'm you can hear the fucking mega fan. What's that noise? It's a dildo. It's a dildo. I'll take that. It's as long as I don't have to play it. Go on then, Brett. I'm, I was really glad when I saw this question come up because I've just got to re-bought it. I was, when I was away this weekend, I walked into the shop and I was like, well, fuck me. They've got Tony Hawk's Pro Skater oh, one yeah. and two for the Xbox and it was like eight quid and I'm fucking buying that. I spent days, weeks of my life playing Tony Hawk on PlayStation when it first came out. Marseille Skate Park. Yeah, mate, it was like, you'd, you'd sit there and you'd like you say, you go to bed and you'd be thinking, how the fucking hell am I going to make that gap? Because I need to get that fucking, the S letter above the gap or something oh, like that. Right. And I, when I loaded it up the other day, Emma was like, I didn't realise she liked skateboarding games. And I was like, this is it's fucking Tony Hawk. Like four hours later, yeah. and I'm still there trying to do the, you know, the first fucking gap. And I'm like, how did I do this before? Yeah, is, the best is it button bashing skateboard game? Because oh, they started yeah. to develop after that, where you actually had to it's move the feet and yeah. stuff. Yeah. that you could be was get it, good at the button bash and no, no which, one. Which one? Um, was it uh, two that had the warehouse? And if you do a rail slide on the helicopter, it will yeah, spin the rotor yeah, yeah, and yeah, it will yeah, yeah. smash through the roof, yeah. and then you get an extra ramp. And yeah. you're like, yeah. It was that realization when you were younger as well, when you were playing it, and you were trying to sort of do combo tricks, and you would come off of a rail, and you press up and down, and you'd go into like a fucking endy wheelie, and, yeah. Yeah. Like, and then you'd flick yeah. up into the next one, and you would. All of a sudden, you're getting scores of like 40, 50,000 points. Just changing combos yeah, around the whole And then all of a sudden, you fucking coming. fall over and lose the line. Yeah, you just I like, used oh. to spend oh, hours on uh, Venice Beach, where you yeah. should jump over the hobo. Or was it... <laughs> the uh, hobo gap. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, then, uh, and if you hit him, you go... <laughs> uh, is it... I think it was on two as well. I think I'm, I played two more than I did one, but two... Is it New York and you used to hit the taxi? Is that Tony Hawks? Yeah. And it, you'd have like the sort of, obviously it was a white person mocking an Indian, get the bloody hell off! Back when you could have you, mild races. I was playing the other day, when you hit the ta- when you grind the taxi, you get a speed boost as well. So yes. you try and time it so you hit the taxi and then hit a ramp and do yes. a gap. You used yes. to yes. build your own skate park on that. I well. did, I'm just I'm halfway through oh building one at the moment. So we, we, we built Mount Hawk on it. The old Mount oh, Hawk. Oh, I wish I used to skate, yeah, man. I was just so oh, happy when I saw that question come up because it was even like, the this, is what, this is my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Some good tunes on Didn't that. You just have the time limit as well. Yeah, like a five time. minute time. Yeah, limit. yeah. Man. But even yeah. with like you see the logo come up and you have the Neversoft logo up with the libel that comes yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, it was just ah, oh, it was just nostalgia when I turned it on. That, and that music, the entrance music, that yeah. come on, I was just like. Good yeah, that was it. That's, that's, good, that's a really good What's one yours? to put in there. Yeah. Chad, is it Minecraft? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only game I've never really got bored of is Skyrim, Elder Scrolls V. Yeah. Oh, that uh, is just showing his fucking age. Nice. Yeah. Skyrim, yeah. mate, I get it. 
I absolutely get it. It's just hours into never it. Get old. I've never played it. Really? Oh, no, I, I tried, but then I got scared of the spiders. And I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 just, I, I can't. The can't thing is, like it. Skyrim and stuff like that, and even like prior to Skyrim Oblivion, you, it uh, records your in game hours to your save data. So, not like, oh, I played it for two days. It tells you how long you've actually been in the game. Mm. I think like, like Oblivion, I put like 90 hours into just. This, yeah. Like one save file that I had going of how many other saves. Do you know what I mean? It's insane. Skyrim's sick. I'm I'm replaying Skyrim now. Yeah. But I'm using the newer stuff, so I'm using mods. But, um, oh, so you can put matchy random man savage in it? No, no. I've got things like I can build katanas and other weapons and stuff. I'm not going like whole hog with the mods and my Xbox 360. Well, to keep up with all the graphic upgrades, but there are some things I've got like different weather patterns and stuff, and like clear maps. So yeah. when you're looking at, you can see trails and things like that. So it's actually it's opened it up to play it again with the newer technology. Yeah, it's just a replayable game. All the DLCs that have been added to it as well. Yeah. it's just changed a lot from the Xbox 360. Yeah, hundred percent. Gonna have to put that on my to do list. Oh, you guys are saying it's good. I, I, I remember, just like him. I remember Bailey playing that. Uh, Bailey, when I was first playing it, and he was only little, man. He was like, you going to play the Dragon game again? And I was like, yeah, boy! <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He would just sit there watching me play it, like, class, man. What good to you? Mine would probably... It's between two. There's the two earliest one ones. One. Oh, okay, I'll go for one. Hungry Hippos? Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 it's, um, Snakes and ladders. It's a proper <laughs> nostalgic one then, and it's going to be Simpsons Hit and Run. Oh, yes. <laughs> Dreamcast. Yeah, yes. I used to love like, that oh, game. Dreamcast. I remember when, oh, yeah. when I first got the PS2 for Christmas, and it came with that game, I played that game for fucking hours, <laughs> and kept replaying it and then redoing it. Just, I don't know, I just loved it. Uh, yeah, that is a good show. Dude, we had a Simpsons game for, I think it was for, I think it was possibly for the NES, and it was Bart, Bartman versus the world, and he got to run around when he's got the little purple oh, hood on like cool, Batman. Yeah. Oh, mate, that was just countless hours sat playing the Simpsons, man. So good. It just, it was just a fun game. It's one of those that I see it now coming up all the time on Facebook. Like, if there's any game that needs a remaster, it's that. Oh yeah, hundred percent. The way you used to like drive around, and if you had Marge in the car, you could see a head around the corner. It's like. <laughs> Oh, and then the car would blow up and then you could get in the blown up shell of it and it would go really slow until you got one of those spanners to fix it. <laughs> Me next. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I binge a lot of games to the point I get bored and never go back to them, but the one I've always gone back to, The Last of Us. Ooh. And I, I not played the second one yet because I haven't got a PlayStation anymore, but The Last of Us, I've, I've played that many a times with many different settings. That zombie survival. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's Dirty Dog who did Crash Bandicoot also did Drake's no, Uncharted, yeah. sorry. And they're just storylines are incredible. And I now playing I could go back to it tomorrow yeah. and I don't I know the I know the ending, I know everything, I know every possible outcome. And it is again, it's just each each different level has a different different experience because obviously the higher you go, the worse it's gonna be for you. But again it's the same storyline and it's just I don't know. I, I, I've never been into horror games. I've always found them scary. Never played Resident Evil as a kid because I used to shit myself. <laughs> and then I just started watching the gameplay 
on YouTube when The Last of Us come out and it was Seth Rogen and somebody else, I think Adam Goldberg or something, and they just done the first ten minute intro and I watched that and I was like, holy shit, I gotta I gotta go get this. How did you then feel about the show and how it deviated from the game by Joel not dying every five fucking minutes? Oh, I was getting kind of us. I didn't have him dying. Uh, I played in such a fucking. I tried it straight away in the most difficult setting, and it was literally every time you turned hard. Fucking dead. Yeah, and it's the thing. It's quite a, a skill-based game as well because you do have different moments of different styles of playing. You've got your sneak mode. You you can go all out and fucking obliterate everything to what you've got, or you can yeah, really you can do whatever. It just covered two of the modes and that was it. <laughs> I kind of realised there was only really two modes. For a two more? <clears throat> to me. Um, to you. To me. To you. Turn the camera around. Um, so I'm going to show my age because oh. I don't think any of you have gone really old in your gaming at all. But for me, it was Quake 2. Oh, man, Quake 2. Um, yeah, I, I had it PC uh, back in, I had a several Processor, um, and I yeah. <laughs> a celery. Yeah, there used to be a hamster inside the the yeah. the, 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 the um, anus. That's when your parents would let you have ger- <laughs> that's when your parents would let you have gerbils, so you could keep replacing them. And they died in the wheel. That's when electric was pretty much free. There used so. to be a time, Chad, where you couldn't use the internet and the phone at the same time. Well, this was it. You look genuinely surprised by that. When I got, when I first got Quake Two, um, there was a, a BT were running a, a system called Wireplay. You could go online and play against other people around the country, and um, that was exactly that. I mean, I upgraded to ISDN. My parents were, like, you know, quite good to me. And, and they upgraded to ISDN and I used to get a 200 king. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was, that was, when I first started, it was absolutely all dial up. It was, and, and all that sort of shit. Um, Porn would just load. <laughs> yeah, line by line. Yeah. Oh, oh, I can look. see a nipple. I can see a nipple. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even get to the vagina. already done. Yeah. So I got get off my screen, bitch. I got so into Quake that, that we were we were playing online, and I had a clan. Um, and uh, we went to uh, what back in the day was referred to as a land party. So you'd go up oh. and you'd meet. 200 other strangers in a sweaty hall. So, a bit like dogging. Yeah, you <laughs> link all your computers together and share pornography. Yeah. Um, oh, and that was basically it. Uh, but yeah, we, we uh, did UK competitions and stuff like this. Want some money? Want some money? I was nice. pretty good. Nice. In all the dark halls. But yeah, no, that was, that was yeah. my big thing. And, and before, before monthly fees, you used to have to pay for the internet per minute. While you were on, so oh, I I would play and I I would have to like have a, a clock that's next when, to me. That's when monitor- was cheap. Yeah, <laughs> monitoring monitoring how been. how long I played because I could only like run up so much of a phone bill and this sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, pornography uh, up there was, was brilliant back in the day. It was only nipples. pictures. It was only pictures because yeah. videos would never load. Um, yeah. It'd be easier to find bush porn. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. Or the special cassette underneath your mum and dad's bed. Yeah. 
If you were really scraping the bottom of the barrel, you get the case catalogue out. Straight to the brass. Straight to the brass. Underneath that brass, she's naked. Smashing glass. I swear it's not that blurry normally. Dude, I used to play like Duke Nukem 3D. Yeah, on yeah. PC. Duke I spent so much time playing. Take Duke one Nukem step now. further back than that. Do you remember Wolfenstein 3D? Oh, God. Oh, God. On Windows 3.1. The original. It's like Roblox, but you got to shoot people. Doom, yeah. I had it on uh, what's it called Xbox 360. No, that's the new one. That's oh, this is the old one. It was, like, it, was, it was literally as pixelated as Roblox. It was like oh, a, a shotgun in the middle of the screen. Yeah. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, like Quake, the thing with Quake 2 was, at the time, you could, it, it was fully 3D, so you could jump off of platforms, you could do all of this sort of stuff and, and everything else, like you can with every game today. And then my mates would go out on their Nintendo 64 and they'd be like, oh, look at Goldeneye! And I'd be like, oh my god, just stuck on the fucking platform! And I hated it. Yeah. I got so, so um, anal about it. Going to Goldeneye. We had some sessions on Goldeneye way back in the day. My mate shared four player versus. Have you have you tried the new one? Did we try it this year? It's your next one. I, I didn't. Know. It was you and Josh. Oh, it was, it was awful. Yeah. No, and I mean, I've that, got, I've got it on N sixty four, and I've yeah. gone back to it, and I just think this is shit. Goldeneye needs to stay where it is. In our memories. Yeah. And, yeah. and loved in our hearts. I was yeah. a Scarface. It was great back then. Now it's terrible. Yeah. I didn't even think it was that good until you could turn all the cheats and the mods on to turn them into big bobbleheads as they yeah. run around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slow-mo. So we yeah. just came in through the levels. <laughs> Infinite ammo, golden guns. Yes. <laughs> one shot, one kill. Yeah. Whoever was odd job. Yeah. Get shot. He's too low. Damn it. Yeah. Baron Semedy running sideways everywhere. Like this big white hat on. <laughs> Class. Yeah, that needs to stay where it was. They don't need to bring that back. In out. 1996. Yeah, stay, stay, stay put. So you boys, like you've mentioned Dreamcasts and stuff like that. You, What consoles have you had then? Had. Everything. Yeah. I've had, had everything. everything. Over the years, I don't know. Except the new one. Except the new one. You stopped at the Xbox 360. A few years back, I actually got rid of my Mega Drive and my box, and I say box, it's a massive box of all the games mm. that I had for it, I had absolutely hundreds of them. We had the NES, we had Duck Hunt and the Gun, we've had yeah. all, of, all of the old school stuff, we've always had consoles going on in our house. Yeah. So I've had the 64, Commodore 64, Sega Saturn, when they, that was the first disc before the PlayStation, we Mega Drive, PlayStation, PlayStation 2, um, Xbox 360. I was just thinking about an Xbox. I didn't have an Xbox. Then PS3 because it was free. You didn't because Xbox you had to pay monthly. And then PS3 you didn't. You used to get free uh, on my gaming. Then PS4. Now I'm on Xbox. The new one. The Series S, haven't you? No, I've got the black one. Like a little mini fridge. It's black. I don't know what I ordered. Basically, the the one that's got HD. And you can just yeah, the disc drive. Yeah. Yeah, you got the X. Yeah, that one. They don't know what I've got, but it's that one. <laughs> just ordered it because you guys made me and it's like, okay. Yeah, I didn't count after that perfection. Yeah, well, you had the fucking dialed up internet and an Xbox 360, so you're right. I had nothing at the time. <laughs> oh, and I've had a handful of Game Boys and a PSP, which used to load all the porn on. Because you used to be able to, on the PSP, you used to be able to get into people's internet 
even if they had an internet code, you could just somehow bypass it. Yeah. And so I used to go around my street connecting to people's internet, <coughs> downloading porn, as much porn as I could get. And then I forgot to delete it and saw my PSP at a car boot sale. That was some lucky kid. so much porn on there. Yeah, I remember having the Game Boy with the, um, the magnifier attachment. Yeah. Oh my so God, you, yeah, yes. Click on the top there and add a little light, light. on it. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah! Did you ever have a Game Boy camera? No. Oh God, the green and black pixelated pictures yeah. that used to come up. And did you ever? Did you have the printer with it as well? No. It was no. fucking terrible. I don't. I don't know how I got the camera. The camera just turned up one day, and I was just like, "Oh, I guess this is mine now." <laughs> I tell you one little <laughs> bit of magic on the I door. did have. Yeah. One little bit of magic I did have when we had the NES. We had the Game Genie, and you know they were like cartridges. So the Game Genie was like a frame with a cartridge base on the bottom that you clip the game in, and then you clip it into the NES, and then it came with a booklet, and the booklet had a list of all the Nintendo games in it, yeah. and then you could find codes for the games to be able to do, like, you know, you could, I don't know, for like, say, Mario, you could change the fucking different outfits he could turn into, so you'd have one that turned, like, a, I can't remember, it was like a squirrel or something, but he could turn into stone, Yeah. so when the little Cooper Troopers and shit trying to get you just turn into a stone block and stuff like that that was insane having that word you, you could get for uh, the original Game Boy was it the original Game Boy was it the colour you could get something that would then attach to the back of your N64 and then you could put your Game Boy on it and then you could I don't know if you could play like your Game Boy games but you certainly could play Pokemon 3D right you could do something with that I can't remember the internet I never had it but I'd seen it quite recently, maybe a year ago or something, on fucking the Instagram reels or something. Someone was like, did you know you could do this? I was like, oh, no, no, I didn't. Thanks, internet. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, 2023. Yeah. <laughs> on the subject of did you know, did you know that you, you know, do you remember the, the GameCube? Yes. You, yeah, the discs were tiny, weren't they? Yes, they were. You get those discs and a GameCube controller, you can plug the controllers into a Wii and put the discs in a Wii and they will play the games. Oh, really? oh I had a Wii as well, yeah. Fucking did you did you get Wii, Wii Sports Resort? That was yeah. incredible. You could boxing, yeah. sword fights. I was playing that with Scott's kids on the weekend. <laughs> Absolutely smashing them at baseball. They were like, oh, we're really good at baseball. And I was like, yeah, fuck you. Watch this. <laughs> five, five home runs and it's like sympathy oh, win. Man. And I was like, yeah. That's the key when you're playing consoles with kids. Do not just let them. No. Oh no! no show them that you are better than them. Oh yeah! Absolutely destroy them at every game. So they get the only better. way to get better is to get yeah. better. When yeah. you can beat me, you can beat me. I'll never forget one time. What did Bailey? Was it Bailey? Yeah, it was or? WWE, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it you or B? It was B. Bailey beat me one time on a fucking wrestling game. <laughs> I had like techno wrestling on the NES. From I always love wrestling games. And it was so one men touch each other. One fucking shorts. time he first ever beat me. Did I get to live it down? Nah, man. They let me fucking have it. A lot of them. Absolutely. <laughs> and, then he, and then he beat him in real life. Yeah, was he really didn't know. It's how about fuck you <laughs> Yeah. Never let him know. Old games consoles are the best. Yeah, because uh, I do not condone this. I had two PlayStations and we checked both of them. We had the normal PlayStation and we got PlayStation 1 and then you'd go down to the market um, games. Yeah, and I uh, got. I you can play them with the lid up and shit. Well, mine was. I didn't have to play with the lid up. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but but then um, 
my mates that used to play with the lid up, we then used to colour in the discs while we're waiting for our turns. So you don't want these coloured discs because they're just spinning. But yeah, you used to go down to the market and you'd go see Abdul and you have like five fucking games for a quid. You know, and like, yes, Abdul, do you know my, my original PlayStation had a thing plugged in the back and you would put a normal game, you'd fire it up, put normal game in, it would spin up for the verification, then stop, take the normal game back out again. Put your copy game in, close it in, and away you go. It used the verification from the fucking original ah, game. Good. Just get you into it, but it was a ball ache. Didn't they get to a point where they absolutely fucked you there? You couldn't play... You had to, like... If you had a game installed from a disc onto your console, yeah. mm. I couldn't then give him that disc and he couldn't install it on his console. Yeah, that's Xbox already did that. Yeah, it's when they, registered somewhere. When yeah. they first did the Xbox One, that's what they did, and then they very quickly backtracked on it because you couldn't sell your games into anybody nice no. they, they tried redoing that and that's why you've got the PS5 that comes without the disc tray because they're trying to get away with the discs yeah. it'll all be online if we know yeah. oh yeah definitely that's, that's why I'm stopping at Xbox because they'll, they'll do things like it, but I can't shit. now play the new Texas Chainsaw game with chat because his box is too powerful and that's the way it'll go like Game Pass or something like that right this is didn't they do it with Halo, the latest Halo? Is it only available with Game Pass? Sure, it is or something. I'm not sure, but like with or the Texas it, or it game, comes it's, out on, early it's on Game Pass. Or... But when we try and log in together and play, like we count on any other games we've got, it says that our um, what's it cross net cross play yeah. is on different settings. But we've both been on checked and got everything set the same. It's solely because he has the new console and I don't. Have you been led with this yet? No. Oh. But what I like, what I like about that is when you go to the next round, you're automatically leather face. You don't, you don't, you don't have to repick. So yeah, you just yeah. sit and just vote. Like, I'm leather face. But you watch everyone come in and instantly back out because they can't be. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's, it's fucking good. Double games. I think we're done with games. Yeah. Did you want to move on to the next? I do. Next topic. I do. Right, everyone. What is the film or the first film? Sorry, that's made you think. I've got to immediately watch this again. The first film that gave you that feeling of, holy shit, that's just ended. I need to rewind that, or I need to watch that tomorrow. And now you can you continuously watch it. That's we'll anyone's start. Once everyone's four. Could be a while. I was quite fortunate as a kid. My dad liked movies, and my dad had a, a lot of films. And I was quite, I was privileged enough being young to be allowed to watch them so like he had Predator on video or he had Predator 2 or, or the Mad Max films or all the any all the Van Dams, all the Arnie films all of these things I had access to and every night it was like right it's wind down time for bed pick yourself a film after your movie you're off the bed and I, I, I got to watch all of them but things like Predator I've watched Predator time and again Mad Max 1 you know, I love all the Mad Max. Two is probably my favourite, but Mad Max One, the first time I ever watched it, was like, holy shit. What did I just see? On it went again. I, yeah. You know, I could just blitz films all the time. I'm quite a film buff now. I love movies. I could just yeah. actually sit down and get a film on. I love I love all sorts. There's nothing really that I could say was one standout that just of made your childhood. Me, yeah, no. because I just had access to so many films. Didn't necessarily have to be your childhood. It could be last week. I'm like that now. Yeah. So I, I didn't watch like 13 hours when it came out. And then I remember it was one of you boys was telling me about it. I'm like, what? Oh, I think it was Josh maybe then. He was like, oh, it's on Netflix. He's like, fuck off. 
So yeah, so I put it on, man. I literally watched it, went right back on again, and yeah. I absolutely blitzed it. Like Claire and Command, like, watch that again. Yep. Yeah. This is just that good. Like, I'm, I can be like that with any film. Yeah. I like so many, do you know what I mean? It's like, there's nothing really that's a one track film for me. I always prefer Yams on, but it's not necessarily saying it's my favourite film. Yeah. And it's not one that completely went, holy shit. The one for me that. I went to the cinema and watched it and went, oh my fucking God. But I didn't, as much as I wanted to watch it the next day, I didn't want to ruin that sense of feeling and magic that I got from it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, back, man, I wish I knew how to quit you. Um, it was the film Drive with Ryan Gosling. And I, I, I don't know what it is about it. I don't know if it's the music. I don't know if it's just the way it's directed. But I was just like, what the fuck have I just watched? It was so good, but as as I said, as much as I wanted to watch it the next day, or go back to the cinema and watch it, I was like, I'm going to wait until that comes out on Blu-ray. It's going to be the first Blu-ray that I ever buy and play on the PlayStation group, and I'm not going to watch it continuously, I'm just going to space this out, and every time I watch it, I still have that sense of, like, holy shit, it's so good, and it's just drive for me. I've got, um, there's a, a film I've got, it's called Initial D, and it's from the manga Adaption, oh, yeah. yeah, it's a film version of the drift racing. Mm-hmm. He's the yeah. lad that lives in the mountains with his dad. He delivers a Toyota Corolla A86. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, fucking hell, yeah, great car, man. Absolutely love it. Pop up lights, oh, shit, <laughs> but that film it's subtitled, but it's got a dope soundtrack to it. And yeah, there was a period where I was living with my sister and I only had a few of my DVDs out of my collection, and that was one of them. I've watched it that many fucking times now. It didn't matter if I had the subtitles on because I knew what the subtitles said. Yeah. So I just knew what they were talking about the whole film, completely in like Cantonese or whatever it was in. But it was I smashed that film. I can literally go home now and put that on. They put it on Netflix and it's different. Yeah. Soundtrack's not the same. It's it's yeah. stuff like that. So I can literally refer back to that DVD. Yeah. And still know what they're talking about. They completely don't speak fucking Japanese or whatever they've done it in. But just Dirty. watched it that many times and enjoyed it every time I watched it. Don't see any way to do that. What do you think about that? Did he say that? Great film. It's yours, Shrek. No, I think. <laughs> my passing Shrek's the Little Mermaid. <laughs> oh. Not the black one. <laughs> <laughs> Not no. Black Ariel, no! No, I think the uh, one film that I just kept re-watching over and over again as a kid was Your Rocky III. Cool. Well, oh, he was mad for Rocky. He was mad for Rocky as a kid, man. Rocky oh, III was the yeah, one to go for. You know, you know when the kid stands in front of the TV to watch the film? Yeah. That's what he was like. Yeah. Rocky IV. Four for me. It's Rocky III. Um, Club of Lang. yeah. Four for me. It's got Hulk Hogan at the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Four for me. Just because he's in the wood, in the mountains. Montage. Yeah, yeah, it's the best one. And then, is it four where the big robot comes in? Where he said he's got all the wealth now, isn't he? And he's he's buying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's got the stupid servant robot. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) it's so stupid. Yeah. Dude, he's absolutely blitz rocking. Yeah, that I had the collection of one to like the Balboa. Yeah, that was a good collection. Constantly turn up downstairs in his boxer shorts with his gloves because he had one of those. uh, 
sets where you stand on the thing and you box it. <laughs> yeah. So he's constantly walking around the aisle set with boxing gloves on, everything he's trying to do, trying to eat fucking cereal with boxing gloves. So. What was this oh, last week? <laughs> <laughs> it's only the other day he was in his yeah. pants and boxing gloves. Yeah, it was last night. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, son. Yeah, I think that was the only film that I would rewatch over and over again. Hmm? I, I, I honestly don't think I can pick one. There's, there's, there's four, four films which are my go-to films. Mm. If Emma says to me, let's just chuck a film on, and I'm like, yeah, and she'll, she'll know it'll be one of these four films. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Good film. Um, Tombstone. And then Top Gun or Top Gun Maverick. Now, I think out of all of them, Top Gun Maverick, especially over the last 12 months, I have probably seen that film 30, 40 times. Does it get fired up? It, it, it's just so easy to watch. My favourite bit in, in that whole bit is is the montage of where Maverick is schooling uh, all the cadets, basically, all the, all, yeah, all the pilots. The push-ups. And it, it's, that, it's that bit in that whole math montage, and then it's when Goose and um, Hangman where they have their little argument and then he just pops up underneath yeah, him and over. Time. Yeah, and it's just the inverted bit and then it's just like, let's go! Fight <laughs> on. Oh. Uh, it is, I don't know. I mean, when we flew out to Florida last year, it was on the screens on the TV, on the on the back of the seats. And as soon as Emma saw me scrolling past it, I went back to it and I watched it. And then it was like time for some food. They brought food around and I chucked my headphones back on. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, watch it again. <laughs> so I watched it twice on the way out or once on the way home. But yeah, I, I can't just pick one. The, the, those four films really are, they will go on repeat. And like the original Top Gun, I must have watched that 50, 60 times easily. Tombstone, well over 100 times. Just such a fucking cool film. And Saving Private Ryan as well. If you've got, you got three and a half hours to kill that film, isn't it? Yes. Dude, I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you a story about that film. I was uh, driving taxis way back in the day. I had a Mercedes Vito, uh, the van, and I had a few seats in the back. But they always used to put me on day run with it, and the day runs were all like the old ladies to and Tesco's and stuff like that, and they couldn't get in the Vito. So I'd be parked up, and I had a, oh, fucking, what is it now? Like a rip speed pop-out stereo DVD player. Yeah. And one of the only discs on film I had was Private Ryan. I remember I parked up, put it in, and I watched it from credits to credits before I got another job. And I was just like, oh, this job ain't for me. Thank you, Private oh. Ryan, for saving me. <laughs> Controversial. I've watched it recently. Oh, I don't think it's that good. <sighs> and the only reason I say this is because... If you ask me what my favourite TV series series is, Band of Brothers? Yes. Because Band of Brothers is is real stories. Yeah. Real moments and real lives and blah, 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 blah. And I get on more with that with Band of Brothers and I've gone back and recently watched Saving Private Ryan and I, I just, I can't now get into it because I know it's a made up story. I know it's made up moments. It's, it's little things like that and it's, as much as it looks realistic and all this and all that and especially it's incredible but now story's not there for me the, the, the story magic is gone and now I just can't get gripped by it is that because you've been given something better so now it's like yeah I, and, and substantial because, to what you've, what you've because Band of Brothers you've not seen Band of Brothers have you yeah, and Band of Brothers is is it's coming on Netflix yeah, soon but I don't know if that's American Netflix 
But I'll lend it. I might. I was going to say I might have it on DVD if I had borrowed. I'm pretty sure one of the man's probably got it somewhere, but I'm trying to get somewhere trying to blow that fucking stone. Yeah, but, but <laughs> because but it's, again, it's, it's Spielberg and Hankson, but it's they take real stories from like obviously the real people they work with them. There was like 18 months of working, and all the all the actors had to then spend time with these people as well. Because of realism of that, it then is taking that away from me from Seven Private Ryan. As a kid in the early teen, I loved Seven Private Ryan because it was gory as shit. It was it was everything you wanted. You could get away watching it in school, and then growing up watching Band of Brothers. And I mean, I've, I've watched that every year. I think for the last twelve years, it's just it's now ruined Seven Private Ryan because it's just a made up story. I think my only gripe with Seven Private Ryan is the fact that they. Grabs go up, man, and that down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the, the problem with it was they tried to whitewash the whole of the Second World War and the D-Day landings to being all American. Yes. And like when they're in that, that those opening scenes, the guys driving those boats, those landing crafts. Yeah. When he talks, they're American. When actually they were British. Yeah. They were British soldiers. Yeah. Half of the landing party were British soldiers, soldiers. So, and that's what—that's my only little gripe with it. But if, as a film to sit down and watch, yeah, it's that's, just easy watching. That's well, it's not, thing. but it is. Yeah. You know? it, it's the thing about um, World War Two films. There's not a decent British one. No. There's there's nothing really, and it's everything is is American. It's American artists. Yeah, it's, it's Hollywood, isn't it? Exactly, and it's it's all about America won World War Two. They didn't come in until. Right, 41. Very <laughs> 40, well, for Germany, it was it was it was later than that, wasn't it? Really, and then but for then they they were Japan in forty one, weren't they? I did see a. I'm going to say it was a funny one, but it was um, someone going on about like Oppenheimer. Like I pre gamed Oppenheimer by watching Pearl Harbor, and I went in so fucking angry at Japan. <laughs> watching Pearl that is the least inaccurate war film. The only two things yeah. is there was a bombing in Japan. And uh, in Hawaii, sorry, yeah. and it was the Japanese. That's the most two accurate yeah. things ever. <laughs> I'm partial to watching Fury as well, though. Fury's good. Yeah, yeah. Fury is good. Yeah. There's, there's, there's no real basis to it. It's just a damn good film. But as a as a an insight into being part of a tank crew. Oh yeah, mm, I think that's best job I ever had. Best job I ever had. Been into yeah. the tank. So, but um, Ovenden. <laughs> What's your film, yeah. Paul? Uh, Talk us about your film. Well, yeah, my film, I, I fear I may be the only person who has taken the question very literally, and, and I queued up the first film I ever remember binge watching in my life, and that was Robin Hood, the Disney animated box movie. Oh wow! Yes, yes. yes. good film. I, I must have watched Classic. that. A hundred times as a child, yeah. um, to the point that I think I at one point I knew every song in the movie. <laughs> you destroyed the videotape as well, didn't you? Destroyed the videotape, yeah, because it was all VHS back then. Yeah. Was, uh, was that when all the VHS Disney boxes were all yellow? All bright yellow. Oh, fuck that. Mm. It's going yeah, right. yeah, We had all so. of them on video. Oh, my Lord. So. But it was, it, I can remember. Fondly watching the movie, loving the songs, and wanting to be Robin Hood. Like me and my dad got really good at building like longbows out of random bits of stick <laughs> and, and stuff like this and everything. Um, and 
uh, I had an unhealthy interest in female pops. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. Yeah. Of course and you who I think there might be a bit of a furry. <laughs> yeah. I was a bit like that with, with the female rabbit in Space Jam. Was that Lola? Lola. Everyone's first wank, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That I mean, I've got to get down the cinema. short shorts. <laughs> the redhead oh. chick from. Um, Oh, who played Roger that's Rabbit? It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think Just other growing. other than that, like growing up, once I actually got into that old uh, film, I love seeing on the telly and watching all the time. Shawshank. Shawshank's always a good watch. Um, I don't like it. Green Mile was on the other week. Oh, I can't I watch really, that. Oh, I, I, like I can't it, watch it. I can't watch it because I, I know what's, I watched it once. I got to the end of it and I was like, that is one film I will not watch again. Mm. Just because I just felt. I was so felt just so fucking unjust, and I was like, I know it's only a film, but <laughs> I'm not fucking that watching man. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not fucking watching it. Caught you in the fields. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Yeah. looks over. You crying? No. Chopped onions. I tell you, I tell you what, I can't watch without crying. Is Avengers Endgame? No. Oh god, the, the more I watch it, the worse I get. On your left. <laughs> as soon as I hear the words "on your left," I'm like, "Oh, oh yeah, we fucking yeah." yeah. And then it's, it's all about the build to start. Up. And then all the build-up happens, and then it all happens, and I sit there and I'm like, "Oh, And then, and then I start to regain myself, and then he's at the funeral, and then his daughter then goes. I want a cheeseburger, and then happy because your dad liked cheeseburger, and then that's it. I'm gone again. <laughs> oh, you forget you like cheeseburgers. <laughs> it's not one of the best scenes though when Cap picks up Molly. Is it what? Sorry, one of the best. Yeah, I thought you said it's not the best. I was like, how I, I, dare I, you? I remember seeing that in the cinema. Literally, the whole cinema went. Oh yeah, nuts. I went to the midnight when, viewing. When, in when you see it come back and Cap. Boom, just oh. takes it in one hand. Yeah, we all knew it was like, coming. From that oh, day yeah, he went yeah, over yeah. and it moved on the coffee table. And yeah. everyone, I looked at that and I said to him, he's going, he willed that one day. She's like, nah, I'm like, <clears> fuck <throat> I have insider information because I have all the comments that I knew it was coming. Knew it was coming. <laughs> I said, the new Guardians of the Galaxy film fucking got me. We, <sighs> went, we went and watched it and I sat at it and I was sat in Regal Cinema pissing water out of my eyes going this is a fucking Marvel film why am I crying and Emma just kind of looked at me and I just put my sunglasses down <laughs> I was like <laughs> tell you what chokes me up is um, is like near the end in Warrior with Tom Hardy uh, yeah it, he's bust his shoulder yeah. up and he's still going yeah. his brother's like come on man stay down and he's, he gets right. back up and then they're still going at each other and yeah. the music goes on my hat Choking out, yeah, that gets me. That does. What about you, Matt? Uh, it's one that I, I never used to watch the film all the way through. Because he I does doubt the it. first part <laughs> of it was boring, but Hot Fuzz, yeah. the last yes. bit where he's rocking up and he, they're just fucking shit up in the town. Fucking love that bit. There's How one can you thing say that, it's boring. There's one thing that you don't have. What's that? A big bushy beard. That's perfect for you guys. Yeah. Okay. It's so like, funny when he's running away and he's flipping over the fences. Yeah. No, mate. Just plops straight through it. There's, there's bits of it that are good, but just the ending. I mean, oh, I can't remember how old I was when it came out, but four. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, just when they're going through and they're fucking chill. The bit in the bar where they come flying through. You know, it's like reacting scene from like Bad Boys and all. Just, yeah. 
Oh, I used to love that bit. I used to watch that literally every day. I get home from school and put that on. It's just those two guys, bit. though, isn't it? It's yeah. Sure. yeah. I met Nick Frost at a rave once, believe it or not. Oh, but really? yeah, a fucking rave. <laughs> he is a massive hardhouse freak, like yeah. huge hardhouse freak. And I remember sort of walking up, walking past him and going, that's Nick Frost, no fucking way. And I went back over and to sort of went, are you Nick Frost? Because if not, you look just fucking like him. And he went, no, not me, mate. And I was like, oh. And I was a terrible one, I walked away, he was fucking laughing his ass off. And he's like, no, no, it, I am. And then, but he's just so fucking He's getting cool. drugs off him. No. Oh, I Brett had one eye stuck the wrong way. Brett was like, John's a man. trying to chew my own ear. <laughs> like, you know? But no, really, really nice guy and genuinely as funny in real life as he is on on any screen or film. He says he's met him. He was at a rave. I'd imagine it was acid. Talking to a street lamp. You look like Nick Frost. <laughs> Okay, I'll throw out one final question because we haven't quite hit time. We're doing very close. What's the most obscure DVD you own? Maybe that's not for. That's not for. That's not for. <laughs> <laughs> Animal Farm! <laughs> Original. This is not the remake. It is probably one of the worst films ever made, but it's fucking hilarious. Sharknado. Oh no. Yes. Oh no. no. Kai, quick fire. Uh, I don't have any obscure films. I, I just have what I like. I have my whole Marvel collection before all the no, new things. No film that someone like anyone else would walk into your house and go, what the fuck is that? <laughs> no, no, honestly, nothing. I'm quite particular on what I buy on Blu-ray and DVD. So okay. everything everything is of everyone's taste here, yeah. So there isn't anything obscure. You must have some weird little DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> no. Paw Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> what is that doing in there? It's not mine, it's not mine, it's Bailey's. Right next to Superhero Squad. <laughs> you can add to it or you're no, just going to sit and yeah. Dude doesn't own DVDs. It's all Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. So what is a DVD? <laughs> just streaming a Kleenex. Thank <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man-sized tissues. <laughs> He's just a ball. Them-sized tissues. Oh, oh, shut up, you nonce. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. The first nonce of the evening. Oh. He won't oh. be the last. Yeah. <laughs> Big trouble in Little China. Oh, fucking hell. I don't think it's obscure, though. That's quite a cult following, though. Yeah. It's a massive cult. Is that cult. Kurt Russell? Yes. yes. Yeah. Holy yes. But is that actually uh, growing up? As a film, I'd probably watch that fucking shitload of times it's as well. It's a good film. It's a good film. It's so fucking good. Cool. It's prime, isn't it? I was watching it the other week and Emma walked in and she just kind of looked at the TV and looked at me and looked back at the TV and went, uh, I walked out. <laughs> and I just then say one, she was like, I would have been more happy walking in front of you watching porn or something. <laughs> she's like, I have no idea what that was. <laughs> I was watching a TV series with Claire all to herself. What the fuck is that? I was like, it's Lady Boys, what? <laughs> It's a bloody good series. Yeah. It looks so good. Big dicks in little time. Yeah, <laughs> hey, fuck them back. Hi, lady boy. Send me the fruit bowl. <laughs> I'm, not lady. Day. I'm not lady. I'm lady boy. <laughs> nice. Nice. Good For me, it's Thailand, the, um, Guy the Dark Hero. 
What? No, I've never heard anyone of it. even knows what Guyver is. Uh, I didn't know that what these two were. Guyver's <laughs> 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 a Japanese, it's a Japanese anime um, that got turned into a really shit live-action movie. Hentai. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hentai. It's, Porn. Um, <laughs> proper. It's manga. <laughs> it's a bit like a more aggressive version of Ultraman. Any, any okay, no, <laughs> me. You look don't know your anime. You really don't. What did you stop at Dragon Ball Z? And that's it. Didn't even watch that. Oh, oh, I had stuff like Wicked City. Well, well you see, um, Initial D is an anime. Yeah, Devil Man. That's why I thought that. you might. I used that. that. But yeah, Devil Man. No, Guyver is a um, uh, an alien bio armor bombs itself to a Japanese kid. He gets like this armor that can spring from his back and he fights monsters. A bit like Venom. Yeah, it is, I think it, I've heard of it. Yeah, it, it's he has like the, the suit is a bit like Blue Beetle. You all know Blue Beetle. Oh yeah. So it's a bit like Blue Beetle in the fact that it's a it's a weaponized armor and it has like uh, sonic blades that can cut through anything. It has like a gravity cannon built into it and shit. But not a soul on Earth has either ever come across knows a what Guyver is or ever seen the movie, and I have the DVD. Nice. And it's so obscure. Well, the pools. It's, yeah, it's yeah. so obscure. That's where I hide my one last remaining porn DVD. <laughs> <laughs> it's very obscure. Because I know nobody's ever going to look in that box. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? You're the last one up. Uh, I don't know, I've got a lot. I went through a phase of like, I see like um, MMA movies or cage fighting films, they're all fucking terrible. But I've got still. You've um, got all the WrestleMania's. I've got WrestleMania 1984 on video and Survivor Series 84. That's when. When did you come into wrestling then? I I think... I've always watched it. <coughs> Always watch this. The first one I remember was maybe ninety four. Bear in mind, I was born in eighty six, so these are ones we had from pre me being around. Mm, you know, eighty four is like Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. No, no. See, I came in oh, uh, shit. well ninety four maybe, and I had Legion of Doom. Oh yeah, good shit, like Sergeant that. Slaughter, uh, and Hakeem, and. Brett the uh, Hitman. Coco Beware, Brett the Hitman. Oh, yeah, man. British Bulldog. Oh, British Bulldog, Davey Boysman. Are we all talking foreign? You, Dynamite you look kids, like you're completely uh, out your depth. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, Brett Hitman Hart, as you yeah. can imagine, I took Hart. some fucking flack all the way through school oh, because of that. Right. <laughs> so that's why I had nothing <laughs> to do with wrestling. I've always yeah. loved wrestling. I think my most obscure one is I've got a film, it's an animated film, it is called Star Chaser, The Legend of Orin. Heard of that. Did that not become a video? And it's fucking brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. You can actually watch it on YouTube if you can't get it anywhere else. The full one is on YouTube. It's fucking brilliant. He's like, it's very, it's futuristic. Obviously, he's uh, he works down like a a mine where they're mining this precious shit that fuels whatever else, and he finds a hilt of a sword, and then he goes off on a quest to find the blade for the sword. But it's a magic hill that talks to him, and it's all about channeling his power to become the blade and then freeing slaves from the mines. But it's fucking ace, man. The soundtrack's sick. Old school film that is. That's got to be there in the 80s. Was it dubbed or subbed? No, straight up. Straight up. Beautiful film, man. That's probably my most like 
oldest odd one I still have. It's on. I've got it on VHS. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm gonna watch it on YouTube and I'll cast it to my telly. Yes, sir. <laughs> Oh, and Chad's like, now you're speaking my language. I love that film. Did any of you ever see The Dark Crystal? Yes. Yeah. Had it on video. I've yes. got it on DVD. Yeah. Yeah. Still they, they, I was just thinking back then, I was like, that is another old. They've done another one for that now, haven't they? Yeah, they've made another version. Yeah. And they've just and done Willow. that with Willow. I was about to say, they've just done that with Willow as well, haven't they? Now, Willow's good where it is. Val Kilmer, mate. Willow's good where it is. Don't remake it. Man Mordigan. Man Mordigan. Mordigan. Yeah, that's really good. Used to make me feel ill when they got turned into pigs and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Also, uh, oh, that was yeah, man. Alone, it? Oh. I got some. I had some serious. I threw away five, maybe six bin liners of VHS videos one time, so I just had no room for them. They ended up in the loft, and it was just like, let's just get rid of it. I, you know, five or six full bin bags of videos. And so I was a complete filmhead when I was younger, just constantly. Yeah, loads of shit. That's probably more just Saturday cartoons. I was like, Thundercats, DuckTales. No, we, we just Dark used to Tales. fucking. Street Sharks. Record, record films off ITV. Watch, man. I watched the other day the 90s um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle yeah. films. Never Fucking ace, man! The I first can... one's badass! It's so good! I could never get into it. So good, Even man. as a kid, I just couldn't do it. Yeah, never, never liked Batman as a kid. Couldn't, never got on with it. How dare you I couldn't. That's, that's, that's just blasphemy. Like, every, like, so, <clears throat> the 89 Keaton film, which always, always used to be on in our house, just, I just used to walk away from it. Honestly, I'd just go upstairs. If, if that was on, I'd leave. But we just used to sit. Uh, I I was raised on Zulu, uh, Battle of Britain, so like stuff like that. So just to spend my time running around pretending to be a Zulu, and then sing, yeah, and then singing Men are Harder. Uh, fucking then nighttime films as Predator or Alien or shit like that. Uh, film that just used to be on just in the background. Always Back to the Future. Always stuff like that. Have you ever seen a film called Suburban Commander? Yes. With Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. So good. Oh my God. Can I find it anywhere? No. Oh my God. And then Christopher Lloyd is yeah. in it as well. I was frozen today. Yes. It's, oh man, so many more liners than that. What, yes, was, the, what was the Van Damme one where he was killed, fought back to life? Universal, Universal Soldier. Soldier. The original one, the first one's the best one. Oh, oh my God. God. Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, best, the best scene is where, <laughs> other than, I'm all ears. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's a badass. I wanted that lorry, that truck. Yes. I wanted that fucking lorry, man. But it's, it's when they're, when they've, they're in the supermarket and Lundgren's got A-roll and then that guy just eat the steak. He's yeah, he's rah, 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 rah. That dude's a beast, man. Yeah. He's a gladiator and shit. With, uh, fucking hell. I like the line in that where he gets up. He's, Dolph Lundgren's had his ass whooped. He's like, you're dead, soldier. Vanna's like, no, I'm alive. And the yes. dust dude is spinning hill kicks and shit. Like, <laughs> Kicked him in the fucking yeah, uh, yeah. tree chopper. Yeah, man. Good times. Another oh. good one, an old one for that. Yeah. Have you seen Nowhere to Run with Van Damme? Oh, possibly. There was right, at one point, do you remember class. Channel 5 used to do like the Van Damme yeah, run? And then yeah. we used to sit and record it, pause it for the adverts, go back on. That one's oh. a good one. Because the chicken, the chicken that yeah. was buff. 
Keep it. Keep it. <sighs> but do you, do you remember Starship Troopers? Obviously, everyone. Yeah. Yes. But does everyone remember? Um, God, who, who is it? Carmen Electra? No. Was it? Well, no, Starship no, Troopers. What? Fucking no. no the, brunette. Brunette. Uh, oh God. What was the film? Starship, Starship Troopers. Troopers. Oh, the, oh yeah. Oh, Growing up, and yeah. then and then, uh, we used to be like, oh God, she's well fit. She's a chicken. It's a bit friend. She's Ross's cousin and friends at one Fucking uh, Charlie oh, Sheen there. married or something. Yeah, come on, dude. Get on it. He's got. He's on it. Denise, Denise Richards. Denise Richards. Richards. Growing up, Denise Richards, but then actually going back and watching it, it's all about Dizzy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she's a bit oh god dizzy and then she gets her titties out yeah. <laughs> you're like 8 years old 10 years old like tits yeah. that and fucking I'm the siege every single film Gary Busey in his pride fucking Tommy Lee Jones every film that Seagal has or does he ends up getting on with the chick in the film have you noticed that Oh, Any what? film you watch that's a Steven Seagal film, he's on the main chick yeah. at some point in the film. Yeah. And some of the newer ones are cringy <laughs> as fuck. God, but he's still at it. Like, he's you not know, aged He's well. just not been caught yet. That's <laughs> his problem. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 Under Siege, Under Siege is in- incredible. I'm just the chef. <laughs> so Have you ever noticed in a lot of his films as well, especially in the later years, you never actually, he, he does the moves, but you never actually see him hit people. Oh, the oh, camera cuts. Have yeah. you seen his The camera work. cuts, he's got oh, oh. demonstrations he does where he just pushes people. Yeah. Out. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Wearing his black dress. Yeah, we, we could spend a whole hour talking about Cigar. I've got some uh, stuff to about. I'm still True Lies. True yeah. Lies, great. True oh, God. Yeah. Raw Deal. Arnie. Running Man. Oh, Running yes. Man. Still got the soundtrack on my playlist. Really? Restless Heart by John Parr. Absolute banger. Commando. Great film. Commando's always good. Yeah, nothing's too better. Yeah. It's that old matey, old matey who's Bennett in that is the guy from Mad Max 2 who rides the bike with the red Mohawk. Oh. That's him. Same bloke. Still partial to the original kickboxer. Can't beat kickboxers, mate. They're good. Good film. The, the remakes in the bar and gets pissed. The remakes are great, but the, the original, yeah. absolutely outstanding. Drunk in the bar and ends up yeah. fucking fight dancing. Yeah. yeah. Very tough. Oh, Classic. Yeah. There this could be Swayze. They're yeah. remaking that. I'm not interested. No. Conor McGregor. Oh, oh, don't get me started on I want to watch it just for shits and giggles, but... No. Is it Ryan Gosling? I think it might be, yeah. No, Sam Elliott's in the original, isn't it? Yeah, he is. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. when he, when he comes in, he's getting he's getting done in yeah, at the yeah, back yeah. of the thing. <laughs> Kicks up making the rooms like hell. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well he pulls his hair up. Yeah. Yes, classic. Oh fucking hell! Well, if we go down that road, Ghost Rider, he was fucking brilliant. Oh, fucking the rest hell, of the film man. was dog shit, but he was fucking hilarious. Speaking of all things like that, didn't uh, was did Lantra do Punisher? Yes, he was the first Punisher. Ninety ninety four. He's legit as well. He's a legit martial arts as well. Yeah, because him him and fucking Van Damme used to have beef, and I'm pretty sure was it like the eighty seven um, fucking Golden Globe Awards or something. Van Damme was kicking off, so Lundgren dropped him there and then. Because Van Damme was like, oh, I've worked in the temple, or I've martial art in the temple, I'm this, 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 and this. And there's like nothing in the record books or something about Van Damme doing that. And Dolph just dropped him. He's just like, fucking cunt. 
There's a uh, Van Dam is legit though. There is footage of Van Dam oh, really? in competition and stuff. He is good. The whole Bloodsport Frank Dukes story is bullshit. Have you watched any stuff about Frank Dukes? Yeah. Claim that he was in Kumite. Everything that Bloodsport's based on, but yeah. there's no records, nothing. He actually runs a thing now called Dukes Room Ninjutsu. Yep. And he's still training people today. But yeah, yeah all his claims are never heard of. No, not all his accolades he claims in the old martial art magazines and all that stuff. It's all bullshit. Still a great film though. That's what. Still good. There's another film that's in Tip of My Tongue. Keanu Reeves. It's not Speed. John Wick. Not, <laughs> not bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> not Matrix. Constantine. No. Nineties. And he goes, ah, oh, oh, point, break. Break. point break, yeah. Point break. And they remade, or they did a remake sequel of Point Break. That's shit. I watched that. That was on TV yesterday, didn't it? Point Break. I watched the, the new remake of it. Oh, fuck me. They always show it at the open air cinema in Yuki, didn't they? Point Break. Yeah. That and Top Gun. Yeah. Cinema right. Fuzz as well. What, at Yuki Cinema? No, oh. I'm saying the, the film Point Break is featured in Hot Fuzz. Oh, yeah, 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 it's yeah. 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 Don't want to do that. Have you ever held two guns in here? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what I have watched in the cinema when they started doing um, anniversaries. I have watched Top Gun in the cinema, Nuki Cinema, and that was incredible. It's amazing. It's yeah, so good. I wanted to watch um, when they were going to release the new Predator and they put Predator 1 back in the cinema. Oh, that would be good. Watch that would be good. They've stopped doing like these anniversary things, especially down down in. Think of how much money they could actually make if they started playing all these old films like that, especially for the guys that are into retro movies and all the rest. Oh, of it'd be so there. good! I've seen. Like go down there. I've seen a few old films in the cinema, and I'm just like, it's just completely different. WCW will let you rent the cinema, but you have to have a certain amount for them to be worthwhile. But you can also do your games in there as well, right. which would be quite cool. Yeah, that was good. I did that as well. Massively good. Uh, Top Gun, I saw three times when I went back in last year. It was last year, wasn't it? No, Top Gun was eighty six. The new one. They put it out before. They they put it out before. Oh, did they? Oh, I went and saw it was the anniversary in twenty sixteen. I think it was last year. Red Roof was showing it. I got to watch it like three times. You could do the the one where you'd watch the original and then Maverick afterwards as well. That's pretty good. No, I, st- I struggle with cinemas because I like to be able to watch something, pause it if I need to go somewhere. The chairs are always uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. We've been to see a few movies there when they've been released, like we watched New Predator and stuff like that. And me and Baby, we, we went and watched like Halloween Ends. And then by the end of it, I'm so fucking uncomfortable. And I'm, like, oh. I'm always worried that if someone's behind, they can't see. Who gives a shit? The worst one is when we all went and watched the D&D movie. They were... Yeah, that was, was uncomfortable, yeah. yeah, and I just felt like I was sliding all the time. Yeah. That, was, that was the worst. And because we it was virtually like this as well. <laughs> yeah. We were like just sort of like sinking into each other, like it was uncomfortable. <laughs> and you had your own seat, didn't you? Did. Jammy yeah. That's right. You're in double seat. Yeah. Since I'm the D D master. <laughs> they knew I was coming, they were like, oh shit, this D. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Anyway, we've got time for I, one I, more. I, I think, what, you've got another question? Wait, yeah. Well, go, for you go for it. You ready? You're going to be in for a long time. Oh, favourite Star Wars film, let's go. Oh, gee. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> that was it, <laughs> <laughs> Right, that's it. Thank you very much for listening, everyone, again. Cheers, guys. Uh, Goodbye. Goodbye.